0: Hello, hello people. hope everyone is good today. Um, As you can see, (laughs) there's only two aunties here at the moment. And that is mainly because one of our aunties is stuck in traffic, (laughs) in Ghana traffic, I should say. Um, And the other one has a little errand to run and they should be joining us shortly in the show. So there today i'll be <laughs> introducing the show my name is auntie Shadé, and i'm here with auntie <laughs> it's just <me> and you <laughs> it's just us it's just us so hopefully you guys you know um you know just just kind of like pretend the rest of the aunties are here with us join the party you know get your drink sell in and yeah we'll get into it our first show of 2022, that yes. uh even sounds weird to say, you know.
1: In it, it is it really like our goes. first full on show. Yeah. 2022. 2022. I don't have you noticed, yeah. So 2022 hmm. is like yeah. 2020. 2020. Oh, this is yeah. so it's a repetition, and then next year it will be 2023, and then yeah. we're gonna be free. We're gonna <laughs> Mark it on the wall.
0: Mark it on the wall. <laughs> well, you heard it here. <laughs> Next, Next year, <laughs> 2022, 2023, we're going to be free. We're going to be free. Do you think it's going to be back to normal? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. By this
1: year Christmas, I actually think. Before then, let's say mm-hmm. like summer, mm-hmm. it's going to be standardly like, oh uh, yeah, remember when we was in lockdowns? Mm-hmm. It's gonna, It's going to okay. get like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed because I would absolutely love that. Do you know what I mean? I really still am reminiscing back to the summer of 2019 when <laughs> everything was, you know, fine. And exactly. do you know what I mean? When we knew we had no idea what was coming for us, you know. So yeah, um, it's army. It's
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm. And hello to Iola. And red entertainment, Ghana traffic means Auntie AK will be there by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> she sent us a clip, but you, you might not be wrong. <laughs> Honestly, that was a jam and a half. But it made me miss Ghana because the woman had the thing and she was like swinging through us through the, through the yeah. traffic with a little bow sh- on her head.
0: The, um, what were they called? Isn't what they called? I can't remember well. But um but yeah, you can get anything on the in traffic. On the roads of Ghana, absolutely yes. anything from pure water to friggin' what do you call it? Toilet roll if you want it, windscreen wipers. I've seen, uh, I've seen, I've seen, <laughs> I've
1: seen all sorts, I've seen absolute all sorts. It's the water yeah. that I would always get until I got a bit sick. Were you I really mean, like water in a bag.
0: Yeah, oh no, 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 I well, my tummy's too. I'm very Western. Why is it so delicate? Like honestly, like even the food I don't want to go into too much detail because it's gross. But <laughs> even. it's been a couple of days man I've been taken out <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got ammonium at the ready yeah?
0: yeah but it wasn't even working that's the thing it was so annoying. Oh, wow you know I mean? so a uh, couple of days I was just taken out and I wanted like I wanted to taste flavors and taste all different things do you know what I mean and like yeah no
1: <laughs> I every, every time I've been I've had a, a bout of diarrhea every single yeah. time and yeah. I won't go and eat places where they cook outside. It, there's no difference. It doesn't really matter where I mm-hmm. eat. At some point, I'm going to be a little bit sick. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm lucky, actually, because uh, a couple of people have had, like, full-blown food poisoning. So I haven't been, like, vomiting or anything like that, but yeah, a few yeah. people have, do you know what I mean? Oh. But, like, yeah, you have to be – I don't know. You have to know what your disposition is, do you know what I mean? Because I I, I I, seem to forget, like, yeah, I want to eat all this stuff. And it's just yes, like, no,
1: yes, no, yes, you yes. can't. You That's actually, exactly what I was doing getting hot and being like, Oh, I need some water. And then yeah. after I finished, and I look at the bag, and you know, like your handprints are there, and it's all like brown and stuff. And it is like, Oh, this is gross. <laughs> no, 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 I totally, I totally
0: you. But yeah, shall we get into uh, We don't have a game today, unfortunately. No. But uh, Auntie Nana, what are we going to do instead? Okay, well, we, I think let's
1: discuss new year's resolutions okay have any do you have any so,
0: have... do I have any so I I kind of do the same <laughs> New year's <Every> resolutions. Year. <laughs> <laughs> it always, and it's not even on purpose like but it always seems to come back to these which is really annoying because I haven't reached my goals um so yeah but like, okay, so what, number one is like obviously be healthy, exercise more, and yeah. what else? And yeah, just generally like work on my nutrition and stuff like that. Um that I've been I've been putting that down for like probably the last six or seven years. Like ridiculous. <laughs> and then learn Yoruba as well. That's a big one. Oh wow. That's, I still a, good don't... One, that's yeah. a good one though. Yeah.
1: That's good, that's good
0: try but i'm i'm just so really bad at it i don't know i think there's like a mental block there or something so i want to do that and the other one is learn how to drive but um i've been actually talking to my therapist about this <laughs> and he thinks that maybe not so a good idea because i have like oh god not to go so heavy so early on in the show but i, I have anxiety and a lot of my anxiety is about driving and car crashes and things like that do you know I me mean? it's okay. totally irrational i know it's irrational and i can you know i work through it and stuff but like he's like mm, maybe not a good idea like let's get to the root cause <laughs> like work that out and then you know do you know what i mean then look into the driving um lessons and stuff so i
1: i i disagree with him oh really i, okay. I, I had really similar i was in but I've been in two car crashes. Oh, wow. One when I was really small, mm-hmm. and I only had flashes of it, so I don't know if that's the stories that I was told or it's mm-hmm. real memories. And yeah. then another time, this was actually in Ghana in um, the year two thousand when I went for the first second time.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but I, the first time I was a baby, so this was like the real time that I remember. Yeah. And we were driving in a storm and hit Ooh. into a tree. So I had real fears to be driving. Yeah. Like, I was just like, it's not gonna happen for me, it's not gonna happen. And one New Year's, I actually I did a pledge with a set of people that I didn't really know, mm-hmm. and they invested in my driving lessons. They all gave me money. Oh, so I was yeah. literally like, I have to do it because there was too many people like <laughs> me that year to get it done.
2: Yeah.
1: So I did it. I was like, by the end of this year, I can't meet up with these guys again and say mm-hmm. I didn't learn how to drive so I did an intensive course and mm-hmm. first two days I cried like burst out into tears in front of the guy I was like I can't do it can't do it proper wow. meltdown yeah, Like yeah. I was really really bad at driving Like was far behind everybody else on the course yeah the third day something kicked in it was like I was over it and then started going I Passed my second test mm-hmm. from somebody that was terrible and I learned to do it in six weeks intensively. Wow. So just cool. do it, like really just immerse yourself in it. And if you really, really hate it, because I was like, if I hate it, I'm not gonna drive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And although I haven't driven in like years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally, I was driving for a while. And yeah, but it the amount of freedom. I miss it sometimes. Mm. I am like I just felt so free, and I didn't know that I didn't have this freedom by not driving. Mm. Like, yeah, it changed something. So yeah. I know that anxiety feeling, man. Even when I'm a passenger, I still
0: am like <laughs> I'm always like doing the brakes <laughs> do you know I mean? like well i'm like i I don't know what i think i can do maybe yeah. the car to stop or like yeah. see the accident coming before the driver i don't know like probably nothing but <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah it's just it's totally irrational but i i, I, don't, I don't know it's just a thing but yeah like guys if anyone out there was to pledge and like you know fund my driving lessons i'm 100 percent for
1: that It definitely helped so much like it just pushed me Um, it wasn't, I think maybe I spent like about a grand and this was a few years ago for the intensive Mm -hmm. and they gave me like 150 but it was just the fact of people putting their hands in their pocket and being like we're paying it's just like yeah okay I have to do this so Mm -hmm. I I would pledge to your lessons, I would definitely (laughs) give you some money. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> See? Sorry, no, no. i, 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 I kind of want to do it because i do want I, I do want that freedom and like even just like uh, oh no, i know they always say it, but like in case of emergencies and things like yeah. that like just okay so if i want to get up and go i can't re- i mean you can get cabs and stuff for sure anderson lee is definitely my best friend there should be anderson lee out here by the way but yeah I, I, I still um, can't
1: believe that you're even like dwelling on Addison Lee's, just get an Uber. You're so bu- I'm gonna make you a bougie T-shirt. Like seriously, come on. Addison <laughs> Lee. <laughs> still dealing with Addison Lee. Other than Auntie
0: Charley <laughs> I, I I have you know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Actually. folks Actually. you know. But yeah, but I only like I only like. I'm here in Ghana. I've been using um, Bolt a lot. Okay. um which I would never use in the UK I just <laughs> my Oh my god oh, you're, you're I would never what,
1: but oh, but it's literally like my standard oh like that's that's the that I go on to yes
0: it's both <laughs> you're of be offensive to anyone <laughs> look how
1: you're treating bolt like it's like some man on a bike like <laughs>
0: yeah. oh you know <laughs> <As well. laughs> yeah, it's right. too random it's too random for me do you know what I mean and like yeah I think yeah I yeah I can't I just can't in the UK but here bolt is like like Ubers, they take much longer to arrive. Okay. And like there's much more bolt drivers on the roads than there are Ubers kind of thing. So you just tend to use them more. And it is about speed. Obviously, there's not like um public transport like we used to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's just, you know, I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> but um have you been on a Trotter? On a Trotter? What's
1: that? A is like the local bus. Oh like, no, I'm not here. You know, like no, you haven't been on one of them.
0: No, I've been in one in Nigeria. My okay, mum made yeah. me when I went, <laughs> when she made me. <laughs> and so yeah, somebody... If I was in Ghana, I would have
1: made you go on a trotro as well. Seriously? Yes, yes. yes. We'd have to go on a little trotro ride. Even though I, I too don't like them, but I would do it to torture you. Like, no, just no. It does, <laughs> just to see your face when somebody hands you a child or you. Got you, to
0: you this auntie, I swear to God, she was sitting on me or something. Like I remember it was just traumatic. I was just like, no. It's, just, it's like in my personal space. I can't. It's too much. But no, I haven't done that. I haven't done. Um, what do you call it? What did I, I don't know what you call them here actually, but you know, the motorcycles, the mobiles. Okay, were, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a bit shook. Um, but we did go into like, um, I don't again, I don't know what they're called here, but the tuk tuks, you know, tuk-tuk? yeah, yeah. We did, we did one at one party, we got one of those from the hotel to the party that was okay, yeah, unnecessary, <laughs> but. A little adventure oh, that's cool. yeah 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 but yeah the drivers are a bit yeah nuts <laughs>
1: Definitely a bit no it's flipping crazy crazy, crazy. Uh, let me do these few comments so um neodarte says please embrace the freeness again and get back on the road nana <laughs> nicola says hi aunties hi nicola hi and iona says i totally understand the anxiety around driving I lost interest after getting run over by a motorbike. Um, became shook of being on the road. Over it now, it's cold as fuck and freedom. Yeah. Okay. You, like, yeah. it definitely made such a huge difference. And she goes on to say, yes, bougie babe T-shirt for <laughs> Auntie Sharde." <laughs> definitely.
2: I'm <laughs> it. And,
1: <laughs> and Nia Date says, the brand loyalty to driver apps is interesting. Um, because most drivers are working on both apps in the UK, and if you haven't been on a trotro, you haven't really visited Ghana. <laughs> you got a few days. I, I think you need to do a little um, video from a trotro. I've
0: done it. Um, I've done it in Nigeria. Nigeria was, was different, it. <laughs> it was different.
1: <laughs> and it was That's a one lot. of
0: those, yeah? West Africa is West Africa. It's all different. Just- <laughs> I mean, but come on, Nigerian and Ghana are very similar. Like, I think uh, they're just so similarized, And that's what I love about being here. Like, it's kind of like, it's a lot like Nigeria, but without the stress. (laughs) 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 Without the wahala, basically. But I love yeah.
1: I I really want to go to Nigeria, though. Yes! Yes, we should do a trip. We should do a trip, man. Seriously. No, we should yeah well, that'd be wicked I mean Grenada's on the list as well we need to go yes. there
0: yeah, yeah yeah we do we do we should visit everybody's like home countries yes. <laughs> basically but yeah cool 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 um so yeah shall we get on to what have you heard this is where we pick a new story from the past week and discuss it so auntie nana what have you heard OK, so I'm sure I'm hoping
1: everybody has seen this story doing the rounds on social media and in the in some press. Um, but basically it was there was a video going around that China had created this fake sun that was five to seven times more. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Hotter doesn't sound right, but it, I guess it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Hotter than our sun that we have, and they had created this with some um, nuclear energy. And then there was a video that went around, and people thought that this was China actually launching the sun, and it wasn't. But I'm going to show you the video that was doing the rounds right now, so you can see.
2: Okay, look
1: at you. Whoa, Whoa. 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 So that was a video that has been doing the rounds on social media and it's had the caption like China launches this fake sun and there's basically like a crowd watching what looks like it's sun-like going into the air and there's loads of Chinese people filming it. Have you seen this story, Auntie Shah did you think it was real or did you think it was fake? Did you spot the fake?
0: Um, so, yeah, I did see the story. Um, obviously, we get a lot of stuff put into our group. I think, was it you that put into our group? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw, it, I saw it on my feed anyway because it was just making the rounds. Um I did think like, what the hell is this? You know, I'm probably one of the most skeptical, skeptical out of us. Um, so I was just like, nah, what is this? <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, I was just thinking, what do you mean a son? Like, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. And then I think I saw it again, and it was like it had like the fact checker warning. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, okay, yeah, there's there's missing information here. So I was just like, okay, that's that's nice, like Instagram
3: have
0: uh, alerted me to like, you know, fake news or potential fake news, um, you know. So, yeah, but it is nuts. So do you know the real story? Like what what was actually shown?
1: So they have actually produced this amount of energy in a machine that is mm-hmm. five times hotter than the sun. That's real. Mm-hmm. That has actually mm-hmm. happened. Um, and they also, there's also another lab in Madrid that is working on this as well. There's no information as to what this thing is going to do. Other than if something is five times hotter than the sun, it will obliterate all humans and rock. Like, it's like, <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that they're working <laughs> on this.
0: <laughs> but they did say, none of your stuff, but like, they did say, I thought it was to do with clean energy. So like, so we have, like, clean energy, so we don't have to rely on fossil fuel fuels for electricity and coal and, um, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I, I thought it was that. But I still don't understand what the video was, so right? So
1: video was actually a satellite launch from a few years oh. ago. Okay. So that okay. is China launching a satellite into space. And that's what that video is. So mm-hmm. as it goes on, because I watched a, a longer clip, and then you can actually see you it's you know the um the reactor kind of comes off and then the rocket yeah. comes, you see that what so what we're initially seeing is the reactor exploding so mm-hmm. that the satellite can go up into the air. That mm-hmm. was that video. But obviously the story is there, and somebody decided to attach it together and create yeah. a viral moment of false news, but it's still interesting that is. China is working on this. I know there is this clean initiative along mm-hmm. with it. But with all things, there could be an explosion and that that could be like the end of us. Like they're still yeah. toying with destroying this planet in some way, shape or form, I think. My opinions allegedly, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I I think all nations probably <laughs> are doing this. We just don't know about it. Um, but yeah, I just think it's it's interesting. Like how what, what I don't know enough. But what I'd be interested to know is like why is this not considered nuclear energy? Um, do you know what I mean? Like I, I I don't really know. Or why is it not seen as a threat? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Because if if it was under the umbrella of nuclear, it would be a threat, basically. Yeah. Um, and generally the kind of like I think the 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 view is that China is, you know a superpower and you know do you know what I mean and more powerful than the West so what could the West even do <laughs> about it yeah, Even yeah. If, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah it's interesting and I wonder how like I wonder like because obviously we've got it on our kind of like local blogs and everything like that and like how is this being reported around the world do these blogs and do these news stations like why why are they not getting pulled up that this is like you know doctored footage at the end of the day that's interesting. well the footage i couldn't find on
1: any credible sites okay. like, but the story of the reactors and china actually having this um power that they've m- managed to manufacture out of n- nuclear power that's mm-hmm. out there that's on various different news websites That is there but definitely that's really interesting because it's not with a it's not with a, a modicum of fear mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh this is this is really like inventive and new and and could provide clean energy, but there's still not that thing of if you're creating energy that is five times more hotter than mm. the sun and something happens that could obliterate a hot, like who knows how far this blast could go, what it could do to the earth. They're not discussing mm. any of that. And we know that things go wrong. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm still like, okay, so China are going around the world they they've like got their spaces all building train tracks buildings giving loans it's like they really do have their claws all around the world and we know there was another superpower that did that the british empire and look at what Mm. they did it's like i don't trust china not to do the same we we don't know what their agenda is yet and i'm Mm. sure when the british first started it wasn't all cruel at the beginning
0: they were trading. It's, it's profit, wasn't it? That's, that's the main driving factor, I think. It's interesting, although I, I just, you know, it kind of does, it feels like it's going into a space of xenophobia that it's easy to kind of like slip into that, do you know what I mean? And like China being this big, like scary monster that's there to kind of, I don't know, like to, 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 um, you know, dominate the world or whatever kind of thing. And I think that that is just, you You see that in like, especially like Hollywood messaging and that sort of thing, that that has been a constant message, right? Do you know what I mean? That yeah, like, yeah. China the enemy or whatever kind of thing and stuff. And it, I think it's just, but it is interesting that this particular story wasn't reported in a negative sense. Do you know what I mean? Like that was I found very, very interesting. Um and I wonder whether that's because that's, you know, maybe that's that is the future. Like maybe that is the alternative. Like because we do need to do something about, you know, not using fossil fuels and all that kind of stuff. We need to do something about that. But what does it look like? Um and I'm not surprised in fact, this is a leading kind of technology that has come out of China. That doesn't surprise me at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. years ahead of the rest of the world when it comes to these things. Although we don't really know what's happening in places like Russia. Do you know what I mean? So true. <laughs> no clue.
1: Yes, yeah. It's about travelling. But I really, really do want to go to China. Mm-hmm. I just want to go and, like, see what's out there. Um, and mm-hmm. also look at what what, devel- what developments will come over here as well. Everyone always says they're a good 10 years ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So it's like I would like to see what's happening. But I'm still mm-hmm. skeptical. When any any nation has too much power all around the world, uh, I am like, what's, what's going to happen next? Because we don't really have a track record of that going too well.
0: Yeah. And do you think, like, I don't know, actually, like is it i would also like to know what the benefits are Mm. you know what i mean like how can how can we how can this help us um you know also i i i just think i don't necessarily i know i know i know you should be skeptical (laughs) i just think think like if like the African kind of like Chinese partnerships that are happening. Same mm. thing. They, they were a positive thing. Like let's just put our you know, you know, our optimistic super, super optimistic yeah fairy tale hat on. Okay, <laughs> I can do that. The same thing. were like super like you know, do you know what I mean, just about advancing the nations forward and stuff, like, what does that mean for Africa? You know what I mean? Like, if they're not reliant on, well, actually, I don't know, there must be other stuff, but, like, say if they had this new kind of technology and that pushes them to a more equal setting to the West, what does that mean for us? You know? Do you know what I mean? I think that is... That's- I think, okay, so, because
1: it, it's an unfair trade-off, and I think that's the... That's the problem. Like the reciprocity between the nations isn't fair. Mm-hmm. And that's where I have, um, I don't think their intentions are any different to anybody else trading in Africa. You're taking lots of resources out. And yeah, you're giving something more back than straight up stealing, like what the West has been doing, but there's mm-hmm. still an element of theft. Like you still are removing lots of gold, destroying the land
3: and taking it
1: and profiting. And so it's the same type of thing is still taking place. China wouldn't be able to manufacture as much as they do without the natural resources that are in Africa. So it's within their interest to be there as well. And so if you've got to give a little bit more to supersede the Western deals, they're going to do that. But does that mean that if you've got all of your hooks and then maybe it moves on to you're going to have military bases what does that mean for Africa all over again? And so that's where I'm like, if they were going to do it honourably, it would be an honourable trade from the beginning. And it's
0: not Uh, being. Would you think that actually, what would you think that actually looks like? Like an honourable trade? mm Oh, that's like,
1: Fairtrane, that you're paying properly for all the, everything that you're you're taking out of the country, it's like a, a proper fair wage. So it isn't on this kind of living wage within the country that's already there. So mm-hmm. it's like, no, you're paying fairly. But then again, China don't pay their own people fairly either. They have a mm-hmm. terrible class system and they oppress people on their land as well. So it's like, uh, they're not trading fairly anywhere. You mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to amass so much if you were being fair and that's the truth of the matter it is like to have the trillions that they have to be able to cancel people's debts you're using human power and generally you're not paying them right in Mm -hmm. order to do that so i can't i can't trust them really it's like a set elite within the chinese empire that are running everything as well and you know, it's like they, they have crimes against their own people and neighbouring countries. So to trust them to be in Africa and expect that they may not do what they do to, um, like, the Chechen people or what they're doing to people in Hong Kong, in Africa, I think is hugely naive. Like, mm-hmm. really, all we can do is hope that Africans get stronger within ourselves and and realize we don't need to deal with any of these people at all and maybe shut down like how China did and just get Mm -hmm. put all of our resources becoming united Africa and then open up stronger to deal with the rest of the world I would I don't think I'm going to see that in my lifetime but I actually really would love that if I do come back to this earth, that's what it's like. Like Africa is now the superpower because I do think inherently black people mm-hmm. are way more. Um, I think we just have a, a strong love within us. We would take care of people if we yeah. if the tide would change. I don't think it would be the same again.
0: That, that that's I think that's where my brain is going. Like wh- like. Because basically, it's a, it, there was like the, a very real fear of like history repeating itself, right? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like it, it, it seems like that is possible. What are what are the it's so complex because what are the African nations doing to prevent this yeah um, you know what I mean and I'm saying that as like a very kind of like general question like yeah. you know I know people are We're about having some crazy di- diplomat yeah. with us yeah <laughs> to,
1: to discuss what they're up to
0: exactly exactly so like you know I just think that it's it's, it's just incredibly complex because we we are very, very much aware, like, in certain countries, that if, like, you know, the leading party is not, you know, supportive of the West, then they can get assassinated and replaced. And, like, you know, certain areas of, are, you know, kind of, like, across multiple countries are, like, really, really volatile and stuff. So it's just, so how, how will they react? How how will the West react
1: if, you know... Yeah, if Africa did shut down, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's going to be all out war. It's it's going to be all out war. I mean, they're still at war with Haiti. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> thing, yes. like, yeah, it would be an absolute mess. Yeah. But there's, there's and still it... something to hope for. It's in your moment, isn't it? There's always, there's always like a when, when power is gonna shift. There's a mm-hmm. moment when you can get away from the person because they're weak. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's now. It's like actually, as the pendulum swings and the West kind of crumbles a bit more, maybe that's when Africa's gonna be able to be like, okay, we can leave all of this and shut down because they're they're all weak at this moment. Mm-hmm. Who knows? All the aliens could come along and then it's a whole other fight.
0: <laughs> uh, I think
1: that could take place too.
0: <laughs> the thing is, yeah. <laughs> so we always think the aliens are gonna come to the West first. <laughs> we <always think laughs> they, might, they might already be in Africa. Who knows? <laughs> Seriously, there might be. <laughs> um, but like, they
1: are I mean, here. So. So they're, going, they're here. They are here. <laughs> they're definitely
0: here. And then, like, if it if it did go to all that war, what are you doing? Like, are you? Would you pick up sticks and like move? <laughs> like, do you know, mean? <laughs> <If it was, laughs> what would Where? you do? Huh? To, like, to war. Or you know, or whatever neighboring countries and stuff like that. Like, or is it is because like for us, for us in the diaspora. Yes. That's, that would be like a very that's conflict. <laughs> that's like um... if they came
1: here first, mm-hmm. like they landed and they yeah and I could get out. I'm going to Ghana. Mhm. And I'm mm-hmm. going to chill there until they come over there. But if the aliens were like of a friendly type of species and mm-hmm. they were offering you, you can come to our place, I'm going with them. i
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm leaving <laughs> earth very quickly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not hanging about I'm not fighting anyone I'm not fighting for anybody it's okay so you might as well read the comments because okay. <laughs> it's <cracking you> up. <laughs> okay so um, I'll go to Nicola's question she said my question I have is this China is extremely stringent when it comes to censorship therefore we do um, why do they want us to know about this fake sun, moon or whatever it is? That is very true. And also goes on to say, Auntie Sharde, have you not heard Auntie Nana? <laughs> <She's>, she <laughs> is surrendering. Very true. I'm off. Go with move it. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs> if they're friendly. If, if they're, they're not, then yeah. I'm also not fighting. And it's cool, isn't it? <laughs> like, I don't know
0: what I'll do. I think, I, I just think even even we will see I just think that yeah there's there's, the tensions are definitely growing and I think people are very uh skeptical as you you know have been saying about you know the Chinese input into things in Africa for sure and the Caribbean as well um yes yeah yeah but it's interesting if it all switches sides do we just end up in the middle again because it just feels like we're in the middle do you know what I mean like as black people um, you know, uh, yeah. Definitely. But if if you know if if we could maneuver, because power always shifts, right? Yeah. Doesn't it? it? Just it always shifts. Like, and I feel like you know, I hate to say it, but we've been on the bottom. For a it's a while.
1: while, isn't it? It's been a it's been it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. But who knows on the other side of it how long we were ruling and dominating. Right. So we you know it's like who we don't know, but if things could change to an even an equal and a, just a better society, I would I would be up for that as well. Like, yeah. That, that's cool. Cause
0: because that's the other thing as well. We 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 romanticized that I've I think we romanticized that we were like fair and just and all this kind of stuff, but eh, why?
1: <laughs> why? I, don't know. I know it's true, don't we could have we been exactly the same. Exactly, I I we're also well.
0: humans. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That, is, that is true.
0: I don't trust humanity, basically.
1: So. <laughs> there is that as well. There definitely <laughs> yeah. is that. And I guess there's, just genetically, you know that all nations have come from african genes or melanated genes so but it's, it's karmic isn't it we are reaping whatever has gone out there we have created yeah. it, all of us so then in order for it to stop that's why i'm always like it's not on black people to mm. stop anything it's actually for everybody collectively to be like all of the hate and racism that's out there will benefit all of us Mm -hmm. If we stop this thought pattern and stream and actions, it's like, it's not just for the benefit of black people. It would actually really, really help white people as well. Definitely. And all nations.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay, so I'm going to go on to my story. So, Auntie Shade, what have you heard? (laughs) So, I have heard um, a story about IKEA, who um, have apparently decided to cut, and I don't know if this is a nationwide thing or whether they've just chosen to do it, so maybe someone in the comments can clarify, Um, but they've decided to cut sick pay for the unvaccinated, Um, so let me just open this story up real quick. Um, But how I understand it is that if you are unvaccinated, and you need to quarantine, or because you have become in contact with someone, then you're only going to get statutory sick pay and not kind of like normal sick pay. So okay. I think it's I think it results in like a maybe a couple hundred pounds difference um, overall. But it, then obviously it depends like how many times that would happen. I guess um, if you know, do you know what I mean? You use up all your sick days, and then if you use up then all your holidays and and then do you know what I mean? like whatever like wow. then you have to be I, i'm guessing i'm assuming you'd have to take unpaid leave um and this only applies to people who are unvaccinated and not vaccinated so i just wanted to i, I, I can probably guess but i just wanted to <laughs> Your <laughs> on, on basically what seems to be medical discrimination that's what this this uh, you know kind of is going into the realm like how do you feel about it and do you think that this is be- going to become more popular across like you know like countries like the UK um yeah what do you think what are your thoughts?
1: So, uh, Ikea I can't tell if this is like the It is for here, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is for the UK. Yeah, for the UK, yeah. You know, I think, I don't think this is going to last long enough for it to be widespread. But Mm -hmm. what I do think is for the, and there's a couple of other companies that have joined in on this as well Mm -hmm. recently. I feel like we're going to have to have some type of like, it's not as bad as apartheid, but some type of truth and reconciliation after especially in the workplace, because this this is clearly discrimination. We all know that both sides can pass this on. Mm-hmm. And is this not being like a responsible member of society that when you're in contact with somebody that has had COVID or is, has COVID that you quarantine as well for five days now? Like it's just, mm-hmm. but I think even is it haven't they even changed that now? Like, it's like, you don't quarantine I don't know if maybe they're just imposing no, no. unvaccinated people.
0: Vaccinated people, I believe you don't quarantine. I think so that you can going back to what... Yes, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. if you're not if you're not symptoms, if you're asymptomatic, yes, 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 yeah.
1: you can you can go to work. Mm-hmm. That's mad in itself. So it's like, and and maybe we all do that now, then, so oh, that yeah. we do get herd immunity. It is like, look, it's out there, but it doesn't seem fair to be penalising unvaccinated people when you know that the vaccine only has a window of being effective on vaccinated people as well, and especially Mm -hmm. if they're not boosted at this moment. And against somebody who has had COVID and has natural antibodies, it's like you have more protection. So uh, this seems unnecessary other than wanting to point out to somebody that you're unvaccinated and you're going to be punished for not getting vaccinated Mm. and I think once this all died down and we go into endemic stage there's going to need to be quite a few apologies spread about or real conversations of how easy it was for people to be discriminated against you shouldn't even know who has been vaccinated Mm. or unvaccinated in your staff anyway it's like that's out of order if you're going to do this sick pay it should literally be that's the standard for everybody that has to quarantine they should go on statutory sick pay. That should just be your your company policy now. I, I think it's disgusting. I'm not going to boycott IKEA, though, because I do use the <laughs> them quite often. I'm not boycotting. <laughs> I'm disgusted.
0: You know what? That's so bad, yeah, because it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Out uh, okay, <laughs> so bad, but yeah, I think I—I I mean, you know what? I—I—I I, I do agree with you. I think it's—I think we've, we've spoken about this many, many times on the show, and it is about—it should be about choice. I don't know how they're going to be able to collect that data anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you would have to how would they know, unless you're getting vaccinated at work and they keep a record of it, are they allowed to keep those records? I don't think so, because they're not, like, a medical institution, um, unless you kind of, like, invest in their contracts. I really don't know, but I, it just seems really dodged to me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, keeping that information on on their employees. So you would have to, like, self, um, self. Uh, what do you call it? Clear declared it yeah, exactly um which is which it, it does make it does make people make people think like nah, i'm not gonna say anything yeah. like i know people that even you know they've gotten covered and they haven't declared it and they've just isolated or have not isolated do you know what i mean like a lot of like a lot of people are doing that because they don't want the hassle they don't want it on any sort of records they don't yeah. want to be um, they don't want to be at a disadvantage because they've, you know, caught something that's basically just not their fault, you know? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I think that policies like this make it feel like it's it's people's fault. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this, is, this is something that, that you know, <laughs> well, for as much as we know, is not controlled by humans. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just... And yeah. also it's like it was made at
1: both... The, the evidence is pointing to it being made in a lab and somehow has contaminated. Itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. nobody seems to actually really be looking into how this came about and who is responsible for this. But if you happen to catch it, where you could catch it, we don't even know, you could just catch it walking through. Some Mm. particles, like that advert, like literally, you know, the person has it and they cough and they leave the black particles. (laughs) They could cough in a shop and I happen to just walk through it and then I've got it. I'm not at fault for that. No, almost getting to like you know early HIV. Like it's like there's some shame in 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 being unvaccinated and catching COVID. Like it's like this is your fault. It's like nobody asked for this shit at all, and really. We all just want to be healthy and be treated fairly. It's just like, however you decide my healthy is this and I'm not going to take this it, it, this vaccination because whatever your reasons are, it should be your choice to just be like, I'm I'm not going to do it. But ultimately, you just want to be healthy.
0: Yeah. And it just doesn't... What's the word? It just... It 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 just doesn't seem fair. Do you know what I mean? It, it really, it like is an unfair policy. It's not equality, and I feel like this is probably infringing on human rights in some sense. I would think so. Yeah, it it feels like it is, and I I think it's it's interesting that Akira have done this. I thought that was interesting. Like, mm. like, what's your, you know, like, why why haven't you know? Uh, I don't know if they have, but like. Transport for London done this, do you know what I mean Like, I I just don't, you know or like, is this the policy in NHS, well NHS you have to be vaccinated right, like now that's part of them. I
1: I think they're going for April okay, it's not on our thing but kind of um, related did you see that clip with the doctor and Savid, I never know how to say this man's name, no Javid, Javid (laughs) Savid Javid, yeah yeah when he's yeah. in the hospital and the, the doctor is like, I'm unvaccinated, but I've had Yes. yes. Would you go back on this policy? And the way he came back at him, like, well, we're listening. This is a frontline doctor dealing with COVID since 2020.
0: Well, he's an anaesthetist. And he was basically saying that the immunity... That you get the natural immunity you get if you get COVID, and having the vaccine is basically the same. That's what he was saying, yes. and he was saying that in order for you to kind of like roll this out, this booster route, that you would literally, especially for NHS workers, you'd have to get the vaccine like on a monthly basis, yes. like a, a boost up on a monthly basis. That's what he was basically saying. You know, you know, the, and the guy couldn't. He could. He couldn't respond. He didn't have. He didn't have a response for it. So he just kept on saying the same thing in a true politician style. Um, and it's it's interesting to me. I don't know. I'm kind of like. I, I think like that's his opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like I I, I do think that okay, it, it's your opinion. You're not the expert. For the country, do you know what I mean? Like, on how to manage this as a country, and I think that that's what the I'm not defending no one because I know that they're they're, they're they're assholes <laughs>
2: and they don't care, about that.
0: But, but but like. I was just thinking about how do you problem solve this? How do you problem solve this as a country? Do you know what I mean? Then like, if your resources on how to manage it are like the NHS, then you have to make sure that NHS is at capacity. And if it's not at capacity, what do you need to do to make sure that it is? Uh, and, you know, the answer really is pump more money into the NHS really and truly and, you know, pay people fairly and all that kind of stuff. But they're choosing not to do that. So what is the other alternatives that they can do? And also listen to money. the staff.
1: Like, if the staff yeah. are like, we don't feel that we need to take the vaccine. Well,
0: that was one staff member. And also, and also, like... That that was his opinion. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that other staff members don't feel like him, but your representatives of your your institution that's not their position. That's that's that that it just isn't.
1: Do you know what I mean? Right. So I I wouldn't even go as far as to say that. I thought the hesitation of all of the staff that he said it to, and there were six members of staff when he was like, "What do you think about this policy that we're hmm. introducing?" And they all kind of went. Uh, that to me suggests that it's not everybody that is for this. And this yeah. was the only one that was like, I'm going to put speak my face to this and speak up on it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that you have shortages in NHS staff already and you're threatening to sack people that aren't vaccinated when for a whole year when we didn't have this vaccine they were the ones looking after people really high numbers not knowing what was going to go on and they were on the front line dealing with it and it's it's like that's a kick in the teeth now that you have this to then be like well if you don't take this then you're going to lose your job it actually doesn't make any sense to do this it would crumble the nhs even further they don't even know how many people could lose their job it's like how how have you not worked out how many people potentially? could be out of the service and and bring in retirees or open it up to other people from other countries. It doesn't it it beggars belief. I don't even think we're gonna get there though. I don't think it's gonna come into I I, I
0: honestly I I honestly think that the government are banking on people to behave exactly how they behave. That's that's basically it. So like okay you had this one guy it's just it's just it's just interesting to me that okay we've got that moment right do you know what i mean but what's actually really going to change nothing really that guy might even lose his job who knows do you know what i mean i think like they weren't you know you know how media works Do you know what i mean that kind of thing they weren't they weren't probably briefed to even answer a question like that do you know what i mean so it's just you the know other, the other stuff you know? yeah, yeah, yeah you know i can see that you can be caught off guard when that wasn't your talking point for sure do you know what i mean and um you know, I, I just think like if people really I know this, this, but honestly uh, I don't I don't know how to say this in a politically correct way but, just say it. <laughs> 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 but but if people really felt so strongly about it, then you wouldn't you wouldn't be working there. Do you know what I mean? Like and like all tools are down. Do you know what I mean? And then we'll have to suffer the consequences to get the government to notice and take it seriously. But like, if if people continue to do this mindless, like, okay, I'm gonna, I think something different, but I'm just gonna keep plodding along. Do you know what I mean? Then, then what do you expect? But You know, awesome. I don't. I don't. I'm not against vaccines, so like that, that's not something I would do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. against them, kind of thing. Um, in that way, I just think that. But if you are, then you can't support a system that is for them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That, that, is, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, that
1: still really goes against, I, I think it's like an infringement totally on human rights to force somebody who has studied for years into a profession that if they don't get this jab, which is experimental because there's no full goal well, as to what it actually does on your body. Like, mm. it's, it's like, you. some people can't risk that. They can't risk mm. that they are the 0.1% that then has, like, a blood clot or something else or loses their eyesight or loses mm. a limb. There's been so many other things that can take place with your body. Actually, if you're like, I've got it and I, I see... I've seen how this has worked and manoeuvred through the population and I've been doing my job for two years but now you're saying if I don't get this jab I'm going to lose my job. Like, that's disgusting. And also, it puts, you're doing this as a vocation. It's not really like a standard job. Like, most people in it, especially yeah. working in the NHS, you're there because you want to help people. yeah. And to then remove that because of this one, this it's, it's it's crazy to me. But I, I still am like, I can't see it happening. Or they're going to make concessions for doctors. Because remember, they've done this with carers, and lots of carers did lose their jobs. Mm. So I, I, I don't know if they're going to have it with doctors and it may just be nurses. I do think there's going to be a pecking order as to who goes. Yeah. And probably going to be the ones that are lower down on the totem pole that really do suffer because of this.
0: Well, let, unless you're exempt for some reason, right? Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's that, for sure. But, like, I just think, like, we're, we're going for a shift. We're going for a shift. And this seems to be a... It seems to be something that the country wants to do.
1: <laughs> not the country. Well, the, yeah, the politicians. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like <laughs> all of them. It's like there's a healthy contingent of Conservatives that actually are against this as well. But yeah. they're the same, the same as the Labour Party, but there are a healthy contingent of MPs that are really for this mm-hmm. in some way as well. But again, they are not the ones that are dealing with the NHS. No. Generally, they are not the ones that are queuing up and, and being seen in 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And no. this, is, this is why I can't trust them. I get the understanding of, you know, the policy for the nation, but they've wanted to destroy the NHS for so mm-hmm. long, especially the Conservatives, to privatise it. This yeah. is a, It's been a great opportunity for them to do a lot of fuckeries mm. repeatedly, and it's not been in the interests of the people. It's been about money. So, yeah. again, this could be another factor. It's another money-making scheme. If the NHS falls on its knees, oh well. Yes, now now
0: we have, have to bring this person yeah.
1: bringing in money and that person, yeah. and then all of a sudden it kind of makes sense why they left the European Union and everything. That it's just. I just do not trust these sods at all, (laughs) at all, at all.
0: I can't say I can't say I trust them. (laughs) It's not that, Um, but I do. I do wish that I do. I do believe in choice. I I do actually fundamentally believe in choice. So I think you should have. You should ultimately have a choice. However. I think that if you're like, maybe what needs to happen is there are maybe this is <laughs> privatized um, clinics, hospitals, whatever, where the staff aren't vaccinated. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that, and, and that's okay. Like, you know, like, so people have a choice whether they go to this one or that one. Maybe that's it. But then that's. But then you have to pay. Huh? If it's private, you have to pay for your mm-hmm. health care you do and this is this is the
1: this is the problem it's like actually we put so much money into mm-hmm. our system that we should have an nhs like it, it and and if you want to opt out of it that's fair as well if you are mm-hmm. like actually like i'm, I'm going to go private i want private healthcare that's fine too but we sh- i think any type of it's, it's our blood sweat and tears it's, oh. it's oh. our ancestors made this so,
0: it's not. We it's just the patients that. that have to be vaccinated to go there. It's just the the staff. It's just the staff. So the staff could have their own. Do you know what I mean? Like they could have an unvaccinated <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> an unvaccinated practice. Okay,
1: so putting back <laughs> on our fairy cape and hats. Yeah. <laughs> <with> this, <laughs> this optimistic utopian world. <laughs> no. All of the unvaccinated staff are going to get together and find a a
0: hospital. (laughs) Funded by the Tory backbenchers that that are (laughs) anti-black. Basically. But no, is it? You know what? Like I know we're, we're laughing and stuff. But it is a very serious thing, and like, I I I honestly don't know what the what the answer is. Do you know what I mean? But I but what I do know is just like whatever the policy is is what the policy is. Do you know what I mean? Like and until people mobilise and kind of like push back if they really truly don't believe that this is the right thing to do and push back, otherwise you you're just complicit. Like and it will just continue to happen. So like if people feel strongly enough, then they have to do something about it. At Absolutely have to because if you know it, it just is. Yeah. It could be something something else tomorrow. That's that's the thing, and this is and this that's, is how they did it. So that's, 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 you that's know. I think um
1: I, I'm sure the protests and everything will start up again um, mm-hmm. now that we're over the holidays and into 2022. And remember what happened in 2020, the first time round. The, um, we had lots of protests, so you know, we, we did. We may have th- that take place again. Do you,
0: think, do you think the divide of like vaccinated, unvaccinated, do you think that that is like the, like, could be bigger, a bigger divide than racism? No. No?
1: No, okay. no. It, it will go soon. It will go soon. I um, think. Yeah, there'll be a bit of resentment, but it's not gonna—it's not as deep. Like I really think, I really think I have theories on racism, and I feel like it's more—it's—it's a, it's a virus within itself. Mm. Oh, yeah, you talked I know, about it, that it replicates
2: <laughs> and yeah. keeps
1: on trying to live in different ways, and it's so entrenched in 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 our beings. It will take a while for that to go. This isn't the same. We're just gonna be pissed off with each other for a little while. But, you know, <laughs> by the time the Queen has her diamond jubilee celebrations up and down the country and we have all of those days off and some sunny days, like they bring out the hot sun weather machine, people will forget about this. In 2023, when we're free, no one's going to, it's going to be cool.
0: Okay. I, don't, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I feel like this is an international global effort to like implement this and I kind of think like just like just look at like travel right do you know what I mean like you still even though like things have changed for the UK in terms of like if you're vaccinated unvaccinated like how you test and whatever but you still have to be vaccinated to come to Ghana like do you know what I mean like like is that gonna lift yes on the
1: 12th um so that's in two days time there's an MP that's taken it to the high court And so we're actually against um, human rights to be vaccinating people in the airport and to impose that as well. So it's going to have a hearing Yeah, on the 12th of January that's happening in Ghana. So hopefully, Mm. even if this first attempt fails, there'll be other people that will continuously come forward and battle Mm. against it. So I'm telling you, it's not going to last long and the longest by 2025 at the longest uh, and then we'll be over all of this like I really mean, do I I, mean, I, 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 mean, I don't know by the end of the year.
0: Uh, I'll tell you why I'm skeptical is because I think that I think that these these things are usually driven by profits mm-hmm. and I think they've made a hell of a lot of money I think they've made yeah. a hell of a lot of money and like unlocked a new level of fear basically, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: to exploit do you know what I mean and if you yeah. if you can exploit a fear in per, uh, uh, a people in, in a, in a society, then you can control them. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I, that's that's what I'm skeptical. I, I'm, I'm not as optimistic as you on this one. Really I just
1: not. don't think enough people died. As many mm. as they were forecasting at the mm. beginning didn't actually die. Mm. And I think that's why there's like a real kind of apathy and people are just going out. And that's lasted a little while there's still yeah. lots of people who are shit scared and will not go and visit family but it, that's waning because then when you look around like as i always say on this road there's where i live nobody has died around here and mm. i think if there was more death you could they absolutely could have milked this for flipping a decade but it's just not it's not been as violent as i'm sure they would have hoped they managed okay. to get a good two years out of it, man. They need to just give up. It's
0: like, but don't you think that that they will just write the story because they create the history, right? So they don't, they don't, they will just say like because of the vaccine because they're trying to claim like what eighty percent of the population is vaccinated. Yeah, is I
1: don't believe that for a second.
0: <laughs> like, you do. You know what I mean? They will say these are the reasons why. That that they were able to, I think that I think the narrative that's going to come out of this is almost like a world war. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it'll be like Britain came to the rescue with the vaccine and they and they saved the people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it was, I think it's going to be like that, and it'll be so romanticized, like oh, the nation came together and they clapped for the NHS and yeah. all this bullshit. Do you know what I mean? And not not focus on the fuckers basically.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't. um yeah, but yeah that's, that's definitely
1: true that's definitely happening like you mm. can see the little story reel that they'll they'll put out in a couple of years mm. like you know thank you for your your service and yeah. and they'll probably be like maybe a check for the people that did get vaccinated, like just an extra pat on the back. <laughs> like, well, we get money. You do know. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. When you're on your fifth booster <laughs> They're like, for your your dedication to the cause. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, God. they give you I a hundred quid. <laughs> you know when you
0: get middles like, yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> like, yeah, I got yeah. The person that was boosted the most is gonna yeah. get like an an uh, an OBE. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, that will happen. Um. So, <laughs> Iona says that's a great question, Auntie Shadé. I think it could potentially. They've tried to divide families, and even on dating apps, people are selecting via. Whether vaccinated or not, so I've been told. Wow. As Iola is in a long-term oh. relationship, <laughs> and says twenty twenty-five. I do think so. Maybe I'm, I'm optimistic, but at the longest, twenty twenty-five. Mm-hmm. And then Ayola goes on to say, "Isn't there a new collab variant?" Yes, there is. Yeah, there <laughs>
2: is.
1: What's it called? Fluona.
2: Fluorona. Huh? Fluorona. Okay, and I thought it there was like a neutral Delta tr- <laughs> There's a Megatron Delta
1: is coming. Megatron yeah. is coming. It's too. on its way. Yeah, Delta cron and and Flurona, which is a combination of flu and coronavirus that yeah. some people have been diagnosed with, and Delta cron is a Delta variant and Omicron that has merged together and created a new variant strain.
0: This is so dumb. Like, I just don't. I... <laughs>
1: Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what's coming next. But still, the um, mm-hmm. Deltacron doesn't seem to be as bad as the Delta variant, but also mm-hmm. not as cold-like as the Omicron. So okay. still not creating crazy amounts of death. Yeah. You know, in this country, it's on like 880-something in the last 28 days. So it's the 28 days from somebody saying that they've received a positive. Mm-hmm. And, and lots of that percentage was underlying health conditions. That's mm. not a crazy amount. There'd probably be more people in a month that have died from a road accident.
0: Yeah.
1: Or alcoholism. The, you know, it's just like, it's, it's not that crazy, really. And that's not trivialising anybody that loses somebody. Because anything oh, yeah, within your family is tragic. It doesn't matter how they died. But yeah. It doesn't warrant all of the scaremongering that we've been subjected to. Yeah. Right, other than making money.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. This is you can't trust can't trust the media, man.
1: At all, at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I did think that we would have had our two other aunties with us. I do have a bonus. Yeah. I think I they're
2: a, coming, but go on.
1: I have a bonus story. Yeah,
2: yeah, go for it, go for
1: it. Okay. So this this was doing the rounds on a couple of the blogs. And it's a business owner who's based in the UK, Gabriel. And he owns Cyan Bar. I think that's how you mm. pronounce it. Um, I think it's in uh, South London. And he mm. was just um, referring to, I'm going to play the clip from him as well. He was referring to that only 10% of British people will earn over 50k a year, but social media is full of people flossing and he says that that really affects people's mental health. So I'm going to play the clip for you guys, listen out, and let us know what you think. And mm-hmm. Sade, what do you think? Okay.
4: You know what, Yeah, I'm just bloody tired. Excuse my patois.
1: See, see all you
4: gurus, you business gurus that come online and disrespect nine to fives. I'm done with you guys, you know. Half of you became rich off the courses you sold, not of the business that you've done. You've come online to sell courses and become rich off the courses. Nothing wrong with that, but don't act like you became rich off your business. Stop it. And some people are just trying to make an honest living nowadays. We're in a financial crisis. Enough people are struggling. Yet they've got a common line every single day and hear you guys chatting shit. Stop it, in it. Just stop it. When you even look at business, yeah, twenty percent of businesses fail in the first year. Okay, and 60% of them fail in the third year. Business is not all dandelion and burdocks. Like, you're not gonna just open a restaurant or a nightclub and walk in there like you're ghosted for a long Mac and everything's gonna go well. It's not. A lot of you are just glorified workers working for yourself. You know, you often hear people say, oh, you know, I'm not a boss, I don't answer to anyone. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. And the day you think like that, you'll be out of business. You answer to your customers. You do, you still got your boss. Your bosses are your customers. And I'm just done with this vitriol, I don't understand it. Only I mean, when you look and put things into perspective, you lot are gonna die from looking at social media. Social media is just the highlights, it's just clicks and glamour. Not everyone is living this life. It's not all dandelion on burdocks. And when you put things into perspective, only 10% of the UK are actually earning 50 bags or more, yeah? Which is about three 3.2k after tax. 5% are earning 80k, which is about four and a half, and then you've got only one percent earning over maybe over a hundred bags, which is that like maybe Five and a half, six K after tax, whatever you want to call it. That's the reality of life. The average salary in the UK being around thirty
1: K. This life that you. So, what what do you think? Is does he have a point? Are people selling a pipe dream, especially like this new investment age? Like literally, it's like everybody out there has crypto and and all and NFTs and everything else. Do you think that that is really unrealistic and is totally affecting people's mental health?
0: Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Like I, I've, you know, you're preaching to the choir over here. Like, I mean, I've been in business whew, it's too long. Um, I can't even do the math. Like, two thousand and six—that's when I started my business officially. Um, yeah, yeah so a long time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's—it's it's not like, and and now obviously with 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 social media, I think it's it's easy to to kind of to really what's the words, like just really kind of focus on those highlights. I remember when before, I was even talking about this yesterday with my friend, like before I never used to post. I never, I was so riddled riddled with imposter syndrome. I I just couldn't, do you know what I mean? Like it paralyzed me, Um, (laughs) but like, I I never used to post about what I did, like any of my achievements or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Because I just thought like, oh, maybe it wasn't good enough and everything like that. But then I just like see people like posting basic stuff and like, it's amazing, (laughs) like like, what? like but people are buying into this like wow yeah. really is this what it is like okay um you know it's it's just I, I find it very frustrating like Gary V talks about this a lot as well kind of thing like um like you know people who sell courses and stuff and like you know they they basically just make the money from the people that buy the courses that's what they do that in the, the majority of them and you know we talk about this on the show as well and I feel like you know I do check people all the time about, like, you know, if you're earning over a certain amount, you're privileged. Like, yeah. you don't you don't get it that <laughs> you're actually, the majority of people don't earn as much as you. Like, all of us on the show, we're privileged. We really are, you know? Um, and I think, like, it's easy to forget that because, you know, we're not, you know, the super rich or, do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's, it's not, it's not like we can disappear. We can't disappear. Yeah. Can- <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like in succession, you know, when like Greg was like, oh, he might get a meal. And then, and then they were saying to him, like Tom, and that was saying, no, no, no. And Connor were like, no, you don't want a meal. You're still going to have to work. You still got to work. But, um, but yeah, I just think like, it, it it just really like entrepreneurship now is sexy. That's and it's been yeah. sexy for the last couple of years, you know. Like people just like, you know, I work for myself, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, I'm I'm doing this for me and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, no, no, no. Most of most of you guys, and <laughs> this is my fun little thing that I like to do. <laughs> it's, it's, a pay. it's a little petty, it's a little petty. But sometimes, you know, in the UK. You know, all companies—if they're real companies—are listed on Companies House. I might have a little look. I might have a <laughs> Actually, does it actually exist? Like, if if your company doesn't exist and also, do you pay VAT? If you don't pay VAT, don't chat to me. We're not—we're not, we're not in the same. We're not the same. We're not the same because that HMRC bill comes every fucking quarter, every month, and every year. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not this. We we can't be the same. I just think like you know a lot of a lot of people are just they like the idea of it you know like you've got like a lot of rappers who are entrepreneurs now and mm. all, that kind of stuff, all, all kind of like using that title now yeah. do you know what I mean and it's like it, it just seems sexy but like it's a lot of hard work for you to actually succeed for you to actually you know run a successful business most businesses are failing Anyway, most businesses yeah. are in the red anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking hard.
1: It's just so, it's so hard. It's so it's hard. the
0: worst thing to do. Like, <laughs> honestly, if I had a choice, there's no way I would do it like this again. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I love who I am and whatever kind of thing, but. Nah, the sh- it's been a fucking struggle. And I know, you know, maybe I'm guilty of that. I don't make it look like it's a struggle because I don't really believe that you should always, like, be airing out. I don't feel like I don't have to give my all to social media every yeah. single thing. Like, I just, you know, you're not going to ever see me do that. Not really. Um, but, yeah, I just, nah, it's hard. It's fucking hard. It is.
1: I, I, I loved watching him just go through how much people, the majority of the country actually earn. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after watching that clip, I went scrolling through my feed on my page. So my business page on Love Yaya, then to my business persona page, which I very rarely post on. Mm -hmm. But I'm following lots of business people. And then my normal page, where it's like more family, but it's the same thing. I was seeing the same stuff. People like just flossing or selling courses. And it really did strike me like, yeah, I guess if I was young, it's a different landscape to when I went into business. Similarly, I started my first business 2007. So I've been self-employed since then. And it is bloody hard. And I I would love to have some type of job that paid me the same way, And I could do 50% of the work. Like, <laughs> I, I would be fine with that. I really would. And maybe it's just that it's gone into like what are we, 15 years or whatever it is. And it's, it's bloody hard. Mm. And there's so many ups and downs that comes along with it that nobody's showing you. And I've bought loads of these courses as well. And some of them are good, but most of them are bullshit. And it mm. is like you just get you get pulled into the sales pattern that they come along with. And, yeah, that does that does make you a lot of money. Also, why I'm kind of sceptical to sell a course myself. Although I know I have a lot of knowledge, I go back and forth with whether or not I'm going to do a course. Or hey, Auntie Cara. Hello, my love. Or, like, yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm troubled by that. I am, like, should I be doing a course? Should I be sharing this? Or do I just deal with people that I know that ask me stuff and I'll give them information. It, 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 it slightly triggered me in a way because it is like, but I think I've worked hard enough to sell a course, but I understand what he's saying at the same time as well, because it is like, it is selling people a pipe dream, which isn't um, as sweet as folks think it is. No it's a, work. it's a lot of stress. There's so many things that you can do wrong. And sometimes, depending on personality types, it, it's better that you work for somebody. Actually, mm-hmm. it's just less hassle. It's better to have a job than go into the entrepreneur life because it's, it's hard and can be soul-destroying at the same time as well. You need to be made of really strong stuff. But people flossing, it doesn't mean anything. Most of the time, I just think it's fake stuff anyway that they're, that they're showing. It's fake and filtered. It's not real. Like, you know, if somebody has glossy hair, I always think, I bet at the back, there's a bald patch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> how about? But- how Hello, how are you? Yeah, I've been
5: better, I can't lie. Oh, my Yeah,
1: I just played a clip of um, Gabriel, who owns Cyan Bar, and he was having a rant at people just kind of sharing the falsities of entrepreneurship and like selling courses to people, but that's actually how they've made their money. It's not because they've been successful at being No out. way. It's quite <laughs> a good <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the group as well. It's a that's good a one. scheme. <laughs> Basically, lots of courses are. Lots of courses are. Because if you have a good story, you'll get people buying into the story of it and hoping that yeah. they're going to get that. It's not even 1% of folks that usually... Can get to that same height of success than the course provider has got to. So yeah, I get I get what he's saying, but I was just saying that I I get asked to do a course very often, and I go back and forth if I'm gonna do you can it.
0: still do a course, Absolutely. But you, you would bring value though. That's the thing, and I think like a lot of the, a lot of these a lot of this information. Well, it depends what area it is, but there is so many, there's so much information on YouTube. If you can just bother to look for it, like honestly, it's out there. And like, if you could, if you've got the time, do you know what I mean? I think that sometimes it it just feels easier. It's just like, oh, I follow this person. They they do a thing that I'm interested in. Let me just buy this kind of thing. And also, but what they're buying is they think that they can get the recipe of your Mm -hmm. success in the course yeah. and no you just can't like you can't buy this sauce like you just <laughs> that's the thing I was gonna say it's it's <laughs>
5: got
2: a few ingredients Oh, oh.
1: she did say her computer was <laughs> was being a bit crazy oh yeah oh. Oh. okay hopefully, hopefully <laughs> we'll pop back
0: yeah but do you know <laughs> what I mean though it's just it's just really you you like what I've oh you back I don't even know what happened. I was in the you middle of saying it's got the yeah. ingredients,
5: but no one tells you how to put it together. And then <laughs> it just all went. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this
5: is it. But go on, go. On. What are you going to say? No, literally, that was it. I was yeah. like, it's like getting the ingredients for something and someone says, here you go. But they've not told you how to prepare it. Mm, yeah. like, there's, the, there's, the there's the tools, but I'm not going to tell you
0: how to build it. Well, they leave, they leave out stuff. And they leave out yeah, stuff yeah. That, is, that is not easy to learn or not not teachable like I think like for me personally I've been in the event industry for a very long time like I know events like the back of my hand I can do them with my eyes closed. That is my thing. That's what I do. I'm very, very good at it, right? Do you know what I mean? And I can tell people, okay, you need to structure like this. You need these kind of spreadsheets. You need to manage your time like this. But what you can't learn from me is my sixth sense, like, do you know what I mean, of being able to predict a, a the potential outcomes of That's that hundred one. problems yeah. in a second. Like, do you know what I mean? That comes from, like, uh, genetics, like, yeah. <laughs> experience yeah. you know I mean? that kind of thing and and just going through the process of it like yeah. that's not teachable do you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. And, and that's what i've learned like just like training people over the years like i'm trying to explain to them okay i think this is gonna happen and you need to prepare for this this and this and they'll be like but how could you possibly know that they don't prepare for it did the happens. And then it happens. <laughs> i know <laughs> I can't can't lie same experience same exact thing
5: and then I think for me what what I've learned is that not everybody is going to be me and not everyone's going to see what I'm seeing and sometimes you have to let people fall over yeah so that they then have that experience and they know for next time not to do certain things that you can they can they can fall over but be there to pick them up you know to help them but um Mm. it's definitely uh, you know years of doing stuff and years of just how my I, I think your brain thinks like mine, Charde. Like we definitely, exactly. I can see this, and but I'm seeing all of the things beyond that as well. So you know, like, it's not it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's what's, that, what's that thing? um Bandersnatch was it? Bandersnatch that black mirror thing, and it, it had like ten different outcomes. Oh, and I remember
1: the episode. Remember I never know the episode names, but I know there was loads. It was like fractured. Yeah, 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 yeah. This would
2: happen,
5: and if yeah. you went
1: down there, that would
5: happen. I think that when I'm planning things, that's how my brain thinks. So mm-hmm. I want to plan for everything. And yeah. yeah. All the
1: possibilities.
5: But yeah. I know how to deal with something if the shit does hit the fan. Yeah. Just
0: before the shit does hit the fan, I can deal right. with it. Yeah. And then you also know what you haven't planned for, right? Do you know what I mean? There's Absolutely, that as yeah. well that you have to kind of keep in your back pocket too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also it's just like, okay, how self-aware are you? Do you know what I mean? Do you know yeah. your strengths and weaknesses? Are you honest with yourself about your strengths and weaknesses? Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know how to bring out the best in people? Do you know how to bring out the best in people when you're under pressure? Like, do you know when you've got a time constraint? Like, you do you know what I mean? Can you can you, not like? Can you convince people to do things? <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you can't convince people to do things, don't be an entrepreneur. Just don't. Listen, do you know
2: that's what I mean? Great.
0: That's
1: great. <laughs> and, you, and you don't get that from a book. No, like it's like you can you can read how to win fl- friends and influence people mm-hmm. but that that's a particular personality type that will thrive reading that and will be able right. to pick up on those skills and will be like, yeah, that works. And I can implement this. But it's there's so many different strings that you have to have on your bow. It's really, really hard. And yeah. sometimes working for somebody is the easier route. I just wish people got paid more for the jobs that they do because that's a disgusting figure that 10% of this country are mm. earning over 50k like literally that's, and, that's and also over 50k isn't necessarily a good wage in this
5: no, day like maybe about 20 years ago if you said he was over earning 50k then that would be great that would be fantastic yeah. but in this day and age you can't save no money earning 50k. No. You can't buy a okay. little no house earning 50k. You can't yeah. have, like, just go on a holiday or buy a pair of fucking trainers earning 50k if you feel like it. Every, you're, on a, you're on a budget.
2: Let's
1: a proper be real. budget. It's not, and it's everything not like you're just like a day
5: <laughs> making it rain Rihanna style. You're not doing that shit on 50k. Not at no. all. I don't no. think that a lot of businesses have moved along with inflation and the cost of living. Yeah. I
0: really, really don't. Mm. And that's why a lot of good people leave jobs. Yeah. And also that, that's another thing with entrepreneurship as well that people forget. Like when you have employees, yeah, you know how much that costs you when they make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's all good at And like, it costs you your name as well. It costs that's you your reputation, it costs yeah. you money, time, energy, all of that stuff. It's a lot, like it's a lot. It really is. Like and I, just, I
5: the basic cost of having staff as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the actual cost of having them, even if you're paying them not great
1: wages, but the cost of having them. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's on crazy. all sides, time yeah. as well to train yeah. somebody. There, there's lots of costs involved and how, how quickly you recover from mistakes. is yeah. imperative to getting back on the horse because if you're, if you're somebody that can beat yourself up very easily, this isn't the life because it it will just turn you into a nervous wreck like you're just up, like yeah. relentless it's not supposed to be for you it's important
5: to manage your expectations as well when you first get into it
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
5: really really manage your expectations because if you think you're going to be a millionaire super quick that shit ain't
0: happening it's going to take you time to build up so honestly And the thing is, like for me, like I think self-belief, like especially in the first five years, self-belief just took me through. Like my I don't I I wish I had that level of self-belief right now. Uh, Dude,
1: this is what I say to myself all the time that youthful enthusiasm I had at 26, 27 into early 30s.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mate, I did not care. You just (laughs) sell through. I tried this, tried that. you could tell me nothing but i and also as well you know what the other the, ma- the main thing is it's just that what people forget with entrepreneurship it's hard what you cannot make excuse for hard work the yeah. the hours that you put in it's just in like it's every hour you have to be obsessed
5: constant yeah it's absolutely constant and it's like the word that you just use there as well obsessed yeah, you yeah. Do. It is it is a form of obsession because it's your baby and you need to be able to you know see it through. And at the end of the day, you, the only person you have got to answer to is yourself. If you fuck mm-hmm. that shit up, well, and HMRC yeah.
0: and your employees. And your customers.
5: And your no, if he you're a, if you're an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and you're not you're slipping by not putting in the hours and the effort that you need to and expecting to get shit back, that's not gonna happen. No, it's not <laughs> at
2: all.
0: <laughs> hey, Auntie AK, welcome. Hey. Hello. I'm from my
2: house now. house.
1: At one hour and 25 minutes. I'm very proud of me and Auntie Sharday holding the four. Excellent. I think we did a good job. Thank you so much. We held numbers. It didn't go down to just one person listening to us. Well done, well done, well done. We held consistent numbers. (laughs) Well
2: done,
6: well done, well done. done. Good on
1: you. Brap, 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 as they say. What's
6: okay. What are we talking about? We, we have we?
1: actually gone through three stories so oh, far. Oh, what I
0: miss? a lot. But I feel like we should go on to Auntie's to Move Best, though. I feel like we should. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. let's do that. It, to-
1: that's, that's a good one because we are almost an hour and a half in. Yeah. I'm going to play the video for you. Um, this is so you want to just life.
0: say like obviously Auntie Smithfest is where we get problems either from people in um from our viewers and our listeners or from the internet and this week we have something from the internet yes
1: okay, playing it now
3: I get a little emotional, so forgive me, but it was really jarring when I figured out I didn't have a pod. <laughs> Like, I have people who love me, who care about me, but I I was so clear that I'm, like, a tier two or, like, a tier three friend. And that resulted in me having to spend the last two years literally alone and just, like, if it's possible, if it becomes available, like, maybe we can include you, right? Um, And that was, like, really hurtful because I think for me, I I spent a lot of time trying to figure out, What did I do in my life that resulted in me being so lonely right now? I thought I had cultivated maybe a stronger community that I was more integral to. And it turns out I didn't. And so being podless was so jarring. (laughs)
1: There we go.
6: Did you guys all hear that? Was that clear? Yeah. No. It was clear, but I don't quite get what what was it that she 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 didn't have good enough friendships. I missed. I kind of didn't get the gist.
5: Yeah, she realised that um, she's very lonely, and part of the reason f- for her loneliness is that she's realised that she doesn't have that close knit group that she thought she had. That she c- had she hadn't cultivated that like a,
1: si- a real sisterhood or a, you know brotherhood. She- when she say in pod, I guess that's probably what they were referring to the bubble.
2: Yeah,
5: that we
1: had here, like your, you know, your bubble, like so that you could link up with people. She hadn't got that together.
5: Yeah. And I think, yeah, that can, it's really, really sad because sometimes I think that one of the comments or it might have been in on the thread or we might have been talking about it is sometimes you can convince yourself that I actually just like being on my own, Mm. really and truly. It isn't necessarily always that you like being on your own. Sometimes you could be, you could go through things in your life, and um, you could really isolate yourself from other people, and it could end up that you're on your own more than you probably wanted to be, and that can be quite a lonely place. And I think lockdown and isolation really did a lot for people. Um, really, you know, did a number on a lot of people. Because they realise that they didn't have those external spaces to go to, be it family, friends, or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, you get used to getting up and going to work, don't you, and having that. And if you can't get up and go to work, and all you've got is your four walls, lockdown can drive you insane. So that could be quite lonely. Yeah.
2: No, I agree. I
0: think. I so.
2: mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I feel like this is um, something that really, really resonated with me. I feel, I've I've definitely felt like this at parts of my life, do you know what I mean? Like, I've had, obviously, I've had, like, close friends, maybe one or two close friends, do you know what I mean? But when I've gone through periods of, like, maybe not being so close to them, like, when I've felt very, very isolated, um, and not really having the... I don't know. Maybe the tools to actually make friends in a in in a in in a kind of substantial way, right? So I can make acquaintances all day. Like, do you know what I mean? And I, you know, I like to go out, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So I can have a good time, at least for a couple hours. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a and... couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it get draining, but anyway, <laughs> but um. But, you know, but to have those, like, lasting, like, connections, do you know what I mean? Like, that I find very difficult. And I've, I, you know, you know, working through therapy and all that kind of stuff, like, I know it comes from, like, like, you know, it's, it's kind of like a trauma response. So it's like, you know, you kind of protect yourself by not ever getting hurt. So you just don't make those connections. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's... And also as well, so then the, the flip side of that is like when you do want to be included with in things and knowing that you're not the go to person, that mm. hurts, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like there's, you know, or like people are doing stuff and like they just forget you, um, you know, because you're not the person that people speak to every day, right? Or like, or, or I, I think I kind of came to resolve like, like you have different friends for different things like i know uh, uh, there was definitely a period of my time where i know like people come to me when they're in need right do you know what i mean so like but that also became very draining so as well as you know it's great because okay yes i'm useful right do you know what i mean and i'm reliable and people trust me and all that kind of stuff and everything and you know maybe giving good advice and stuff but like just only being useful for that and not kind of like other things that was like a lot you know but also on that, but just think thinking about that is, I think we've
5: mentioned it before is when you're that person, people don't tend to realize that you need a person like that as well, right? It's like they just come to you and they mm-hmm. offload, yes. and then you're left, as you said, quite drained of mm-hmm. all of their emotion, and you haven't had a chance to actually talk about the things that are going on with you. Right. So, again, that makes you put you in quite a lonely place, doesn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. And I do think, like, especially if you've, you know, if you've gone through some stuff, then no one can relate. No one can help either, as well, kind of thing. So you might kind of like disclose something, and what they're gonna—they don't have the tools to deal with. What they're gonna do? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just just looking at each other. <laughs> it just, it's not, you know. But yeah, I think, I think, I think it's more common than people realize, right? I think loneliness, especially as we get older, is um, definitely uh, it's like a presence. Like mm. it is, it's like a big presence for a lot of people. And
5: also you can be amongst a lot of people and still be incredibly lonely. That's mm. the other thing mention. It doesn't necessarily always mean that you're on your own. You can do, you know, you can be the life and soul of the party, yeah. just really, really lonely at the same time. So loneliness is, is a real deep, deep thing. Um, yeah. I've okay. definitely gone through periods of that in my life.
0: Yeah. Auntie Nana, Auntie AK? I was asking AK, but I
1: don't
6: know if she's there. She um, there
1: we go. Yeah, no, I'm here. Can you not yeah. see me?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just listening intently because there's a there's, there's lot to it. Because I think working backwards, looking at my mum, and who's in her late 70s, um, I often get quite sad for her because illness, body aches, and those type of things keeps her away from her friends. And my mum's a very social person. She loves having people around her. She loves being loud and wild and rowdy. And she loves that just having people around all the time. And speaking to her pretty much every time I speak to her, it's more like, I'm just, I'm just lonely, I'm just here. And her and her friends, I mean, I, Told them off a little bit because some of they really just hype themselves up and scare themselves when it came to COVID, which is I understand. And then obviously being older, they, you know the headlines—that's the first thing they look at, So you know the auntie WhatsApp is real, and they're you know scaring each other to literally to death and paralysing themselves, not doing anything. And I was like, you know, during lockdown, you guys would have been the perfect would have been the perfect time for you guys to maybe even have <laughs> grown sleepovers and stay with each other because you know you're being cautious, you know you're being safe, all of you are vaccinated spend some time but you guys scared yourselves so much and her friends don't really live close because she especially when she moved from south to west london to be closer to me and my daughter so watching her like, it's quite scary watching her because she doesn't have um, she doesn't have a life partner she's um on her own and if, until unless you know she's on the phone all the time and stuff like that so it's, those are things you don't think about when you're young and i've always been in quotes popular i've always had a good group of friends but i've also always felt like the odd one out, because of my trauma growing up. And I always felt that people wouldn't understand what I'd been through, being fostered, having um, a disabled brother, having a sister with um, a crippling disease that she eventually passed from. And you know, having a very, very broken family um, and being alone a lot of the time, I always felt like no one would understand what I'm going through. Um, And also being an African child in a world that at the time wasn't really receptive to being African and that wasn't cool and I was super posh and my friends that I was holding on to like were from the ends and it was just such a you don't understand the world collision that people you know that we go through and sometimes trying to make your child have a better life by putting them into environments where you think they're doing better can be really isolating as well I had a best I've had a couple of white best friends who are very rich and I was their black friend and I never felt like their black friend in the time but I was ultimately the poor black friend and stepping into a world that I'd go to their posh houses and be with their posh families who I cannot say treated me anyway but wonderfully and a part of the family but then I'd go home to my estate and this world of isolation and I couldn't talk to them how could I talk to these rich white young girls about my woes being in the hood and coming from an African family and all this stuff that I've been through so I've always been isolated in myself and I always self-diagnose when I'm going through shit so I don't always offload and as Auntie Forest and Auntie Shadow said there's times when I want to scream and talk about what's going on but I'm like if I don't get the right response or if people are busy I get offended or I get upset so I'm just like I'm not going to bother people with it and I know I've been oftentimes wanting to talk about stuff and people haven't necessarily given me the response that I need or the attention that I need because maybe they think I'm okay or maybe they think it's not that deep, so if I get it, it's not that deep. But then I will go back like a turtle and just like, I right, fuck it, I'll just sort it out myself. Yeah, I will never talk about it again, and just work it out because that's what I've done since a child. I've always dealt shit by myself. So, but I have got a wonderful network of friends who I. It took a long time for me to be comfortable with who I am. It took a long time for me to speak up. I was one of those people that never spoke up when I was upset, and I let a lot of people walk over me. When I had my daughter, I changed, but it didn't. It took a long time to really. Change my character so that people didn't take the piss out of me. Um, but now and I've found a group of friends now that I've grown up with, but being who I am now and adjusting who I am now, the girls that I'm friends with, um, and including new friends like Auntie Nana and Auntie Shade and Nana being family and stuff like that, I'm so comfortable being who I am that I know that I've got a nice network of people that if I need to talk, I can just pick up the phone. If I don't, we can just sit on the phone and chat shit. Um, we can be. You know, me and Faranti can be on the phone just doing our own shit, but we're on the phone just knowing that we each, we're there for each other. You know what I mean? And some other girls as well. So it's just nice. I've got a nice network of friends, but you know, it's you have to maintain them. And as we talked about before, not treating our girlfriends worse than we treat a man, and we will do the most to keep a man. And when girls, when our girlfriends piss us off, we're like, I'm not talking to you forever. And it's like so hard to build it, build on it. It's just as long as we can sustain and be, you know, you know good friends that hold on to our girlfriends or your non-sexual relationships you know what i mean like your people that you need you really treat them with respect or they're as important as i'm looking at my mum struggling to find someone that she can back and forth with on a regular basis that's my thoughts on it i i don't
1: know why like watching it i probably watched it about five times before i put it in the group because i was watching her face and getting really teary with her when she starts off, like, I'm get emotional and then the tears are popping yeah. in my eye. I'm literally like, oh, I just, I felt for her so much because I feel like I have a really good network of friends and have been super lucky that they've been my friends from primary school. So having, like, watching her, oh, I was like, oh, to not have that closeness, yeah, it really, it really, like, triggered me. But more than anything, I was really like, how when you have that realization that i don't have i don't have the sisterhood and it doesn't have to just be females but i don't have that collective where i'm as important to them as they are to me really how do you even navigate to find new friends like how do you step out of that to then meet new people and open yourself up to being vulnerable with them so that they have a bond with you and then you move on to you. you it's, it's like you fall in love with your friends. Like there's moments yeah. where you're literally like, "Oh my god, I love this person." Other than, "Oh, they're just cool." And I think if you, if you're realizing the people that I thought I had that with, I don't. Where do you even begin to step into? How do I get
6: there? What well, I, I don't know. It's like we. I think we've talked about you know take taking up hobbies and things. They're all very. Easy things to say, join groups and start talking. Because I mean, Nan and I—we always talking about the Facebook group that we were in. But I built, we became friends through the Facebook, Facebook group, and mm-hmm. finding your interests and things like that. I mean, Facebook groups have kind of died down, but there are networks of people talking that, you know, where you can kind of join in conversation and find like-minded people. It sounds so annoying to, you know, that's like dating apps. It's so scary to do, but there's probably are friendship apps too. But I'd say for me, the easiest thing would be a Facebook group that talk about, you know, there's no me black issues and shit like that, and start joining those kind of things. But, but also think- maybe the the people in your world, uh-huh. it's also checking in with them as well because sometimes we, I think we said we've we talked about it in different ways where we're holding on to sometimes you, like that thing about the friend just switching off and not communicating, and you think she's not, you think there's something wrong. Sometimes, that actually, I'm saying I feel like I've got no friends, but then actually, have I had the conversation with all the people in my world to actually know how they feel? They might be like, we just think you don't give a fuck and we, we're not involving you because of all the type of things you don't communicate or this and that. And it's not maybe an accusation. It could just be a conversation to reset your friendship and start again and start fresh and know this is who I am. I know definitely when I was, I'll be quick, when I had my issues, I pulled myself away from my friendship group in college especially had new girls and my friends were really upset with me because they were like, why are you so horrible to us? And that my horrible was I'd be moody, I wouldn't talk, wouldn't know how to talk. But because I didn't I didn't have to present my issues because my friends knew me to a new set of people, I was a different person. I was the other part of me that I was scared to show my friends. And it's just owning who you are and presenting to your friends, and this is who I am. And do you accept me like this? So sorry, auntie you were gonna say something.
5: I was just gonna say, there's also fucking therapy like a lot of times when people get into these situations there's deeper problems within themselves that's how they've got into those situations in the first place that you don't actually recognize what's going on because like you said auntie um AK you've withdrawn yourself from things. it's because there's deeper issues going on so I think the first thing is to do I'm a real big fan of therapy like mm-hmm. a real real big fan of it and I think the first thing is to do is that and there are support groups There's probably things that she wanted to talk about and couldn't talk about, or even the fact that this is happening to her. I guarantee you there's a support group out there for all this shit. I I definitely feel like that. But at the same time, I do agree with what you said in terms of um, looking at yourself and looking at how you've handled your relationships. Because one of my very, very good friends was going through something for a number of years and she withdrew herself from the whole entire world. And it was difficult for me to see that. And then it, and then I had to kind of, because of how it was, what it was doing to me, I had to withdraw myself from that as well for my own sanity. And she understood that later, but she was when she had come out of that, it was very much like, you've moved on. So we had to have open conversations about that. And she was, in the meantime, was working on herself. So was able to reintroduce herself back into not only my life, but the lives of people that she'd maybe had relationships with before. She was able to meet new people and make new friends. And it isn't easy, because not everybody you meet is going to be a new friend. Like, you think about the last fucking 40 years of your life. How many new friends have you got? Like, a decade. Do you know what I mean? There's not very many people that come along that stay.
0: And that you click with, right? That's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've definitely... I think it's kind of like... I've been lucky in like a, I guess like a serendipitous type of way. Do you know what I mean? That I've maybe I've just been there, been somewhere, and like just you know, it's like talking to someone. And I'm really kind of like high vibes. Like if the vibe's not right, you're not gonna get past the wall. You're not. There's no way. Do you know what I mean? But if if you're cool and the aura is right, then yeah, then 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 we vibe. Do you know what I mean? And like. It, it because it just it just has to make sense and it has to make sense quickly for me personally. Um, I am though definitely an advocate of like relationships that are not serving you need to go. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like I I I, I just can't entertain like people if if it's not, if it's not, like, and it's a two-way thing, if I can't give them what they need, and and I'm not getting what I need from them, do you know what I mean, and it doesn't have to be, like, super deep or anything like that, then I just don't think it, um, it, it doesn't have, like, friendships die, and that's okay, like, that's the, that's one thing I had to learn as well, that that's okay, and I shouldn't beat myself up about that, um, also, I was just gonna say, like, like, like you were saying, Auntie Nana, like, I really did have like a tearful moment with this girl's video. Like it was just like it, it was heartbreaking to me, and I do think it kind of ties into what we was talking about earlier about social media. And like I think like it's really easy to look on social and see everyone having a great time with their friends all the time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, literally, it's just highlights. Do you know what I mean? Like. And like, you don't know the dynamics within those groups, because one of the things with me as well, like, I've got a lot of friends who are in like different circles, right, do you know what I mean? So oftentimes, and I'm not going to expose anyone's business, but I just get all the tea, <laughs> so like, <laughs> so you might see the group and then, you know, do you know what I mean? On social and everyone's smiling, but mm, behind the scenes, it's not like that. There's yeah. some people that don't like each other, do you know what I mean? But they're just friends because of time or because because of convenience or because they don't have the strength to leave the friendship behind and all that kind of stuff so the grass ain't always greener do you know what I mean and I do think that there is although it is difficult there is a freedom of being able to understand yourself and know who you are on your own without kind of with it's very difficult to do but without input do you know what I mean like who are you without this person, because I definitely have had friendships where I honestly didn't know who I was without the other person, because we were so together, we were so kind of almost codependent. Codependent, I was going to say yeah. that. I've had you know, that too.
2: Like,
0: You know, like the our reactions our think. do you know what i mean everything was based off what that other person would do would be to dictate to how i would behave and it was only until we got that separation was just like oh shit, what do i actually like what do i want to do here like do you know what i mean like it was it was a lot and it was very um it was very frightening actually do you know what i mean because you take comfort in that person you know um but yeah i just i think i think it's important Um, to do that especially if you come from a like a a background where where it's either not easy to make friends because I feel like you put more in more not not pressure but I kind of it kind of it it could be detrimental if that that friendship doesn't work right do you know what I mean It, it becomes a more kind of uh I think that if it breaks, that it could it it could it could have a a detrimental effect to you, kind of thing. So because it's like it is like a a relationship
5: with a partner. Because if you think about your friends, they know your family, they know your 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 secrets, they know what's in your heart, they know what sets you off. It's a relationship. Yeah. yeah, that's why it is definitely important to nurture it, but that is also why you have to acknowledge the heartbreak that you can get from a relationship, too. Yeah. like that's I have right. had yeah. some friends and we're not friends anymore, and yeah. that shit was fucking painful, more painful than yeah. like some of the relationships
0: I've this had. Even if the person's
5: toxic, it's painful.
0: Oh it. two friends or ex-friends in particular. I don't know why we're not friends, you know. Like, I don't know, like, just one day just me, And I'm just like, what the fuck did I do? Like, you know, when you're trying to reach out to a person and they're not responding, you know, back and stuff, like, what can you do? You just kind of have to let it go, you know? And it's, it's painful because it's just like, like... what what the fuck? But at the same time, it's just like, well, okay, then it's their loss. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know?
5: Yeah, I'm a definite believer and you you kind of said it, Shade, that some friends are for seasons. Mm. And some friends make you the person that you are. And they were there for that particular moment in time and you had whether it was special or toxic or whatever the fuck it was, it's done Mm. something to you and you learn from that and you move on. And, you know, they're there
1: for a reason, definitely. Yeah. I think it's important to see the patterns, mm. so where I get the, you know, some friends are there for a season, I think that's true. If there's a pattern of losing friends though, I always think yeah. that is a definite trauma response. Oh, that's true, yeah. That is yeah. A, a literal like, I'm, I'm not going to go above this space with anybody oh. and people will always come and go. But when you really like, th- it depends on the person, but when you are open and your heart is open, I think you can go to, you can have level five friends and then you'll have level 10 friends. When there is a bit of a breakdown, you fall out over something, but you're, you're, you, it's just like having a boyfriend, like you, you are going to work on it and nurture something between you. It grows. And I think that, that's like your, your relationship arm gets stronger. But then do you, you, with women, it's really easy to just be like, I don't speak to that person. And you know, oh, there's the passion
0: of it. But the thing is, though, also as well, though, because I I do hear that, but then I kind of liken it to relationships as well. Like if you're a type of person that that attracts a type of person, do you know what I mean? And you keep getting that same type of person back, then you're gonna lose a lot of friends. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like you're just attracting the same thing. So like I think you know we've spoken about it before. Like you know, especially if you're a strong person you can attract people that want your energy like yeah. over and over and over again and that doesn't that doesn't ever stop what changes is that you get to you start to look and see that per like see that type do you know what i mean and know that okay that that person isn't for me and sometimes that mask it's just the same as boyfriends you don't necessarily see it at the beginning do you know what i mean like it's only until you get into it where you're just like oh shit that like, it's another blood sucker do you, know, do
2: you know what I mean?
6: Or I, think you, I, think, I think when you're, if that, I think that's, then, then you, have if you know, you've, if you've done the work and you know who you are and you know that, okay, this is my character and that this is, these are the type of people that I attract and you're nipping them in the bud the minute you notice it, that's, that's pretty But you can't, the, you can't always
0: do it, you can't always do it in the beginning. Do you know what I mean? No, like, you can't. But, no, I'm saying as soon as you yeah, realise
6: it. I'm talking well, about as yeah, soon as you realise it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's course. a That's a good then, thing. But oh, that's what I'm saying though. But that, but it, could yes. outside eye, it could look as look as though, oh, you don't, you don't make friends easily. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, equally, I like a boyfriend. Say again. But equally, like a
5: boyfriend, you take your time with shit. I'm yeah. not gonna yeah. meet someone tomorrow, and then the next minute they're coming to family barbecues and sitting down. At oh no, of course dinner. not. Yeah. You know, the, like it's small, yeah. small, isn't it?
0: Like everything has to happen. It, of course not. not. Well, I think be this is my life. If you to look at my, <laughs> I don't to expose too much, but if you look at my social, yeah, <laughs> like you would see, like you would think that there's certain people that I was super close with just because we went out all the time.
2: There's, there's
0: yeah, anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that's not necessarily, cl- it's just what it looks like on social media. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we're at every event together, that doesn't mean that that's my bona fides. Like, my bona fides, you probably see one picture with her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Most people don't even know who the hell she is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it, it's, 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 I've definitely had people come up to me and say, Oh, yeah, I thought you were so close to this person. So I was like, uh-huh, no, not at all. Not at all. And what also,
6: <laughs> it's also annoying when people watch. It's, it's, it's like we It's like we have to start putting emojis over our friends' faces. Because it's like, what's your. Don't watch, it's, it's so like, don't watch the socials. Do not, I mean, for my personal, I mean, I've got, now I've got about 20 different personal socials unintentionally, <laughs> but there's my personal person. you will see my girls, you'll see the people who I'm close to. But even if I'm not, don't talk to me about it. It's got nothing to do with you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's actually not your business. Don't comment on my people, unless it's completely necessary to you. Don't watch what people are putting out there. Cause some people, especially if you work in the, in, in like media industry, like I do, I don't, you know, there's industry people that you're associated with. Sometimes you just put in a picture out because it makes business sense. And there's definitely pictures that are like, if I have an event, I'm taking a picture next to so so and so so. Not to say that we don't have a good relationship, it's all fake. But at the same time, there's just strategic friendships. And sometimes we watch, hone in on those things and think that's it. But no, no, no. It's more like the picture where I'm looking. Cross eyed, and my friends looking up in the sky. That's my brethren because we're, like, we're doing <laughs> well, those. Are the ones when my picture stylized, then maybe you can ask me, Are you, re- are you really friends with that person? But, um, and also, yeah, you know, you know, yes, you really can't t- take it from socials. What's gospel? You really can't. And the best form of communication and moving on through relationships is sorry, moving through relationships is communication,
1: yeah. really
6: talking to people. There's no other way around it.
1: Yes. Okay. Um do we have another? I don't know what we are. I don't think so. Auntie AK. <coughs> you know? Oh, do you want me to do it? No, 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 no. I've misspoken We have Iola saying loving the gems, Aunties, and Abner says Akwaba, Auntie AK. Aquaba. <laughs> uh, Candy says You can have people who are around you, but you might not necessarily relate to those people. That can be very lonely feeling. And Ronald says, I got the feeling that there was a triggering event that led her to examine all of her relationships. Maybe someone posted about an event and she wondered why she wasn't included. Mm -hmm. Um, And he goes on to say, you have to be a good friend to have good friends. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. In a roundabout way, but it's just a shame if you wake up and you haven't cultivated that. And I think that's the that's the that's the hard part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I can agree with that. I thought I did, but no, no, because like if there's nothing, nothing she's particularly done, then that doesn't mean she's not a good friend. No everyone, I don't know. Not everyone no,
1: not it. without knowing her. To, yeah. Say specifically. It, 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 I think more than anything sometimes it's just not um, it's not going deep enough with some people, there's lots of different things why you right. think we're having a, a, a friendship and the other person is a bit like not really, I see you as an acquaintance there's loads of factors to it it but doesn't that's mean you a bad person
5: you can only, you've got to give what you I expect from my friends do you know yeah. what I mean, like if I'm putting time and effort in and I'm not, like you said, Auntie Charlotte, if someone isn't reciprocating that time and effort in the same way, and it could be someone I talk to every six months, but if mm. I ring you in six months' time, you don't answer the phone and then I ring you again, or it's always me that's ringing you in six months' time. Mm. Six months' time, you're not gonna hear from me.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
5: it's got to, it can't be a one-way street. Match the energy. I, I, I think maybe that's what, exactly, matching energy. So maybe Ronald means like, you've got to be a good friend to, to have a good mm. friend in that respect. Yes. You know, and it could be a, a friend in different, you know, different ways. They are friends for different reasons, aren't they?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: yeah. True that. Okay, so uh, moving on to for the culture, I'm not going to sing the song.
1: You were. So, it was on the tip of your tongue, though. I, I, it really was. I heard you was literally about to say for the
0: culture, <laughs> but if you guys want to sing this? I'm, I'm song, disappointed. I'm disappointed. I, I give you permission <laughs> to sing the
5: song. There's some pants behind you. you go and beat them.
2: <laughs> she will. That's the thing.
6: Don't, don't test me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've handed over the reins. I'm taking a back seat today. It's your show. Okay. <laughs> That's the first one. What are we starting with?
0: So, okay, this is funny? where we talk about what's been happening, mainly in the internet, things that affect us, things that we're just generally interested in. Um, so, we are talking about um, Molly May. So, first of all, Molly and May, um, she recently done a podcast with uh, Stephen Bartlett, I think. Yeah. And she talked about, you know, she actually said, Beyonce has 24 hours in a day. So that was kind of like an inspiration to her. And she feels like, you you know, you should, uh, you know, in, in, embrace that kind of thing if you want to be successful. But she has got so much backlash. It's unbelievable. We can talk about that. We can talk about Annie, uh, Annie Lennox, who basically was in Ghana. She performed at Afrochella. Um, She tweeted that, you know, she, basically got her soul back by being in Ghana. Do you know what I mean? She really loved it and everything like that. And she got a lot of backlash for this, that people saying that uh, she's basically romanticizing Africa um, in general. Um, uh, if people have watched Don't Look Up, on netflix like talking about that i thought that was really good and then also wretch 32 oh and franklin king of trainers um have um launched multiple cdb stores in the uk so which one do you want to go with? Oh, ari, ari, ari 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 okay cool so what do we think so ari then does anyone have to tweet up by any time uh, I, I think it is it there i oh, don't I know but basically, like so, like I said, she performed for she performed um, at Afrocella, and she basically um, she loved Ghana. She absolutely yeah. loved it. And also, like Ghana Twitter has um, Twitter has launched in Ghana as well this December as well. Okay. Kind of, so they're really like doing a lot of promotion in terms of like um, I think even promoting tweets, etc., kind of thing. There's a lot of billboards for them as well. So Ari. yeah, I've seen some. They look cool. So she yeah. was being
1: encouraged to like tweet while she was there basically.
0: I would imagine it got more attention because it's you because know it's, yeah. the okay. favorable things about Ghana and okay. it's all new and stuff. But let me just give me a second. Yes, so she says, "Yeah, Ghana is the most beautiful country in the world. It's truly a privilege to know who your ancestors were." Um yeah, that's basically what she said. And she just got Backlash. It was just insane. Like, when was I was saying, looking at the backlash,
2: mm-hmm. was
0: that from like
1: other black people? But like, I couldn't really. It was tell. other black people. Yeah. From what I could
5: see, it was African American. Yeah. People. Well,
6: I think there were Ghanaians too. Were well, they well. African,
0: African. Africans in America. Yes. Yes.
6: Uh,
5: yes.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I,
5: I mean, I kind of felt for her because yeah, get it, at yeah. the end of the day, what's wrong with what she said? Yeah, Everything yeah. that she said, is she said it's the most beautiful country. Like, if I went there, I'd be like, it's the most beautiful country. That doesn't mean that that's number one, like... It's you say it's a a beautiful country, you're gonna say it's the most beautiful country, aren't you? Let
0: me just add, let me just add the other thing she said. She said, I'll never forget suddenly crying the first time going to the beach in Ghana, it was so triggering and I didn't feel alone. My heart ached, um, or ached, it was a surreal experience. And then people were saying things like, How much is the Ghana tourism authority paying you? and then your ancestors are from, um, somewhere, but you come and stand in La Bombe de Cray. Um, they say uh, the glass is green when you're from far, but when you wow. get cold will you shake your head. Beauty will rubbish rubbish all over the capital, uh, beauty sorry, with rubbish all over the capital, bad roads, but thanks we can't accept this compliment, you know which <laughs> is beautiful. You see, you,
2: you see, sh- you see shit
5: like that, I shit can't. like that pisses me off. Because if she had gone there and said, oh my God, it's disgusting. Like, oh, yeah. I'm never gonna come here again. It's just not yeah. like America. America's better. America's the greatest country in the whole world. Get me back on that plane now, I wanna go. Like, and she hadn't even bothered to talk about her ancestry or anything, or mention how beautiful the country was and how, like, her own personal experience. Some people, I truly believe, just hate for hating's sake. Some people are on the internet making comments just for Mm. the fucking sake of it. Because what is wrong with what she said? Know this, hear me now. The day I step foot in fucking Ghana and I go somewhere, it's going to be triggering to me. Hear me now! I say that now. It's going to be triggering to me. Because, yes, as a black Caribbean, I do not know my full ancestry. I don't. And it is a privilege to know your full ancestry. It fucking is. And you have to acknowledge the shit that happened. But that's not to say at the same time you can't celebrate where it is now. It's a beautiful thing to go to a country. I said it last week. And you're surrounded by people that look like you. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with people? Why can't you just? why can't people just be happy for us being happy? Why I do to put rain on the fucking parade? It does my head in, it absolutely does my head in.
6: Yeah, I think it's it's really, it's really insensitive. And the thing is she came, she did a really cute performance. I was at Afrocello and watched her perform and I've not seen Ari Lennox. I'm not, I don't, I listened to some of her music and she had a really good performance. She really embraced the audience. The audience really responded to her really well. So to hear the backlash to her, that, was, I, that, that saddened me as well. And, but we've there and another. um I think an African American woman posted about being at Elmina Castle and how she cried and stuff like that. And then she was being rubbish by some people. But oh, and the thing, I guess it's like there's a there's a there's a part of me that's in solidarity with the people from the diaspora because I'm diasporan and, and understanding that connection, understanding why. And I know a lot about the African American experience because I've read about it, watched films about it, all that type of stuff. So we in the in the West have a different perspective of the experience of those. Um, from, especially from African, from, um, from America, sorry, Black Americans. So I think there's an element also of frustration from those who are on the continent, let alone the people that live here and get invaded like, um, as my, my cousin described it, you know, it's like living in Ibiza. And then you know, you get the influx of the In It Gang who come <laughs> and leave. Um, obviously they acknowledge the tourism and obviously they all acknowledge all these other things, but there is an element of that, of course, of course there is. Um, and there's the truth of like that people here are suffering, so it can be frustrating when because it's that thing of you know what, it's like we're so scared to say things because someone's gonna see it in the wrong way. So you can't say this. So it's like when we say oh men are shit, we're gonna say, not all men, <laughs> <laughs> we've got ad- caveat no, to add matter. <laughs> So yeah, exactly. so every so we've covered every angle so not everyone's not offended. whereas actually sometimes people are just like no fuck what you're saying because actually I'm sitting here lights are going off rubbish, my street is shit. I can't have you guys romanticising this place that's giving me hell can't feed my family all this type of stuff. So part of it I, I, I I'm not that I understand I have to say I understand where people are coming from. I don't think she deserves it. And I don't think people deserve that kind of backlash but there's, there's a miscommunication between, the diaspora and in the people from back home, but because look, I'm just saying that there's, no, there's, no, no, there's, no, mis- gonna, there's a miscommunication that needs to, that needs to be explored where people can get on the same page and understand where people are coming from, and it's not just seen as an attack. Because we've got the adult type attack in, the, in America where they're just coming for immigrants, black immigrants, and treating them like they're outsiders, even though they were there. And then you've got um, Africans are like, fuck you, don't come here and romanticize country that we're. In shit about, and you lot don't even like us. Well, I don't. You know I, mean? I
5: don't. For me personally, it's like when I go to Grenada, right? Because I'm Grenadian, I can see the shit that's going on. Uh, not all, like not everyone's got money. I've, but I, I, but it's like that here as well in England. Yeah. It, it doesn't take away from you seeing the beauty in something. No, she did it, like if they did a full interview with her and they asked her if she did, had she gone around and seen like the tr- the traditional side of Ghana. I don't know if she did that. But she's gone there for a specific reason, and she's gone to see certain things. She's gone there as a fucking tourist at the end of the day. Yeah. What the hell do you want her to say? Yeah. What do you want her to say? She's not, she's not saying that, oh, Ghana has got no problems, or no, you know, the whole of Africa is brilliant. And she's not saying that. Everywhere's got its problems, and you do have to acknowledge that. But she literally just said in her tweet, it's a beautiful country, I've had such a great experience. So should she not thank the people that gave her that experience? Exactly. Should she not be grateful for what she gained? She should be grateful. She sh- and she should be allowed to talk about it. She really should. Sometimes people just find things to, p- to pick out. If you want to pick out the, you know, the state of play of the country, that is. I'm not saying you can't. Of course you can, because when you're living and breathing something, it's that's life for you. But it's like when we say, "When well, okay." when when I go back home and people are saying, "Leave that for me leave what for you do you know how fucking much like, it cost me to get right. here do you know how much right. my plane ticket was do you know how much how fucking hard I had to work for these trainers that you're, you're begging me to leave for you do you know because everyone's got their problems everybody has their fucking issues but the
0: issue yeah. is more important to you isn't it and to auntie Nana
1: um you know what i i, I actually it broke my heart the way people came for her. For one, if you know her experience, it's like she suffers with anxiety. She yeah, It's right. taken her a while to get back out into actually performing. And she probably really needed this respite in Grana. And the fact that she, like, appreciated it and felt some type of soul cleansing. I, I was so disappointed in folks, other humans, yeah. coming for somebody who just literally had a spiritual experience in an African country she could have been anywhere and I bet you if she was in Flipping Mauritius or she had gone to somewhere else where it's not quite considered black, a black country although it could have been in Africa if she was on Cape Verde somewhere like literally one of the glamorous spots I don't think she would have had this backlash, it's spelled out to me self-loathing to the nth degree because to trash somebody for just having a really spiritual experience in an African country which has people talking about poverty and oh yeah it's alright for you and it's literally like that has nothing to do with anything she's not talking about wealth, she wasn't like I experienced the luxury of such and such hotel and it was amazing she was literally talking about sitting on a beach and looking at the ocean and feeding her ancestors Like that's it. it my mind boggles at this state of play with some Africans all around the world that you can't even hear the beauty of land that you own that is a part of your soul as well that that's that's the job that's being done on folks that you can't even hear a compliment you have to come back with oh but the poverty It's like Ghana's beautiful the majority of Africa is beautiful and there's poverty and there's poverty flipping everywhere. There's poverty in Glasgow. There's poverty around the road from me. There are kids that are starving that a couple of doors down. People are struggling all around the world, but that that doesn't mean that there isn't beauty in sitting in West Ham Park or sitting on the beach in Ghana. There's still beauty all around as well. We live on a beautiful planet. And if a woman can't sit down somewhere and get some joy at just expressing herself, Wow, what what have we come to? I wish she had left the tweets up because it was. I like, wish she didn't delete them. she wrote. Them. It was really really nice. That like, actually she she, it, it was sing songy. It was just such a nice piece of prose that she added to the Ghana experience. Just like I, I felt for her. I remember being in Armena Castle, crying loads. Like yeah. just thinking of all the souls that went out, the souls that are at the bottom of the ocean. Just all, all factors. And maybe that is being removed because my niece didn't didn't really know too much about slavery, and it's not taught to Ghanaians in the same way. It's it, it's hardly taught to them. That's the part. black connection. People. I get it because it's not actually taught to them. It's so, and that's by that's by purpose. You want yes. to keep separation. If you feel I have family across the water somewhere, other than the ones that left me and went to the UK or America. It's a, it's a very different feeling when you actually know that that you have ancestry that was taken from you and displaced elsewhere. That's a that's a different type of longing that you're gonna have when you see another person that looks like you. If you're not taught about it, it's just like oh, these are people that just come here, and they've got money in the world. There's a jealousy that right. they understood. Um.
3: So, so yeah. So yeah.
0: I think um. I'm. I don't feel exactly the same way I do think that like, swear is a totally toxic place mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and you're always going to see the worst of stuff um fastest and loudest and all that kind of stuff but like I, I I definitely um hear what the locals are saying probably just not in the way that they're saying it do you know what I yeah. mean like because at the end of the day and I, I kind of just want to get this out but like at the end of the day the poverty that's here and in places like Nigeria is just not the same it, it's, it's, it's just bad. like yes there's poverty everywhere but it's just on a different level and although you know I always say that Ghana's got the best PR <laughs> like you guys are <laughs> doing um <laughs> do you know what I mean like and it's and it's amazing that this kind of like tourism um aspect is opening up and you know we're benefiting from it. it is, it is phenomenal do you know what I mean and we have that but at the same time it can be seen like a type of gentrification as well kind of thing for the local people and if people if the local people are saying that this is and I, I'm, I'm I sorry just to remind the caveat of like Twitter is a toxic place if they're not happy do you know what I mean the way that they're being portrayed you kind of can't ignore that do you know what I mean like and that maybe that is like an education piece and whatever kind of thing, but there has to be some education and sensitivities done from the American side, I, I guess, because it was mainly aimed at Americans, not necessarily UK people. But like that American side in how they speak about Ghana and the place and, and these places, and but you see it, and like I I've, I've been a couple of years now. Do you know what i mean obviously pandemic whatever kind of thing and like there was one year we done a a kind of like a, a trip a group and uh, with a lot of americans and the day they went to cape coast i didn't go i didn't go because i'd been on something similar in nigeria for do you know what i mean Like with family and stuff and everything like that and also as well like i didn't want to be an observer on their experience yeah. like i did i felt strongly like this is not about me do you know what i mean that kind of thing that people should have you know should have the space to feel what they're feeling and and do all that like so i i totally get that and i get it's like a a um it's a very powerful thing but at the same time you cannot ignore the locals you can't ignore how what their reaction are to things about people coming into their space and and essentially romanticizing the whole experience the whole country that it's like just this one utopia when it's actually not and what you see in Accra and maybe the surrounding cities like do you know what I mean is it's it's a bubble do you know what I mean compared to the the, the massive country that it is, do you know what I mean? And you're coming at a time where, you know, it's peak, it's peak season, you know, yes. at the end of the day, and like the everyday lives of, you know, in the UK, you're not gonna see kids running up to cars, trying to get money, do you know what I mean? That just doesn't happen. I'm not saying there's not po- poverty, but the level of poverty is different, and it's not always. It's not just about that. It's about human rights. In some some cases, it's about the um even the constrictions the country has in terms of how it operates. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We about the, a couple of weeks ago, about even like you know the the COVID restrictions that they're having. Who who's, who's putting pressure on them to do that? Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. They don't have the and it, and it's like I'm not. I'm trying to really kind of like remove my Western mindset. Do you know what I mean? But the, 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 uh, our perspectives are just so different. They're just absolutely different. And we
6: cannot pretend that they're the same. They're not. They're just not. That's exactly what I've been expressed a lot better, what I was trying to say, because I think there has to be also because we're from the west and we have a, a, a kinship with the african-americans that come over we know the story but African, the everyday african I'm, I'm and i'm generalizing doesn't give a shit and doesn't shouldn't they're not gonna see that tweet and think ah oh, and we have to say like that's out of order and then we're saying it's out of order i mean and yes social media everyone reacts ridiculously on social media everything's over heightened but as auntie shall saying, say and that's what i was trying to say is that you we really can't force people to see it how we see it um, and also, it is as, we, as, as I just said, it's about a, a, an education because Africans weren't taught about the slave about slavery the way Black Americans experienced it and were taught about or how I mean, we. You learned, got, to, you got. To, we're leaving out like, a whole fucking place here. We're leaving at the Caribbean as well. Like, do you know? What no, I mean? I no. We're, like like we we're talking. I
5: know
6: that. We were talking. But I, finished, but I was going to say,
5: say, we weren't really, in in the Caribbean and not really taught about those things as well, but just to go back to what you and Auntie Sade have said about the locals, because I, I, I understand 100% what you mean. It's like when there's carnival in Trinidad or Grenada or wherever, it's, you get an influx of tourism from all over the world and they come and they like like, it, it's great, and then they fuck off, yeah? I get that. But I don't think, just going back to Ari Lennox and what she said, I have to then go back to what Auntie Nana was talking about. I don't think that she in particular was trying to talk about any of that. She was talking
0: about her experience. It's it's part of the, it it can be seen as part of the problem of reinforcing this idea that it's a utopia, that, oh, okay, I've come from my country and now I'm having this experience and I feel whole. It's like how, you know, a a middle-class white woman would come from England and go to India and she's done yoga and now she feels other 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 different. Different. Because it's because it's romanticizing it while ignoring all the issues the impact the the even like the the kind of um the just like the negative stuff that comes with tourism as well in general. Do you know what I mean? Like it's great. But at the same time,
5: (laughs) I hear you, and I'm not disputing any of that. But I cannot, Mm -hmm. I cannot sit here and say that I agree with your, 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 you know, your, your um, what's the word? You saying that it's like a middle class white woman, the experience for an African American. No, no, no. I mean,
0: mean, no, sorry, I really don't mean literally. So don't take it as that. I mean, it's like you know, you're going on this voyage to kind of find yourself that's what i mean so they could be what they could be black white chinese whatever kind of thing but it is but the this, only
5: reason why i'm saying that is because that's the only reason true. why i'm saying that is because i do not know my ancestry i yeah. don't, uh, I I don't know my ancestry i think it's and not it's, a question of I'm, you not, I'm not i'm still trying to explain that feeling i have to explain that feeling to you because no offense to you lot you know you're fucking know. Know. the thing is that's and it's that, that is I'm like
0: the I'm thing. not can I, can I can I say what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're saying you're making a sweeping statement and you no, say... No, I'm just trying you're, to you're, explain you're that her feeling, everything
5: that you've just said about the poverty and all of the realities of what's going on in the country, I totally agree with you and it can be seen like it's been... I'm agreeing with you there. I'm saying I, I get how it can... See, I've said that when people go to Grenada at Carnival. I'm agreeing with you there. I can see that how it can be romanticised but at the same time I'm just saying her personal feeling and what she felt, that's Actually,
0: shitted on. That's my whole point about the Abby Lennart thing. And that's I'm not saying I'm not even yeah. saying that that is. I'm not saying that's a good. Like I said, Twitter is a toxic place. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. But what I'm what I am saying is that you can't. You can't just you. You can't. You just can't. Not like you can't offend
5: the locals. But I totally agree with you because they're going. Right. They live there and well,
0: they're, they're going,
5: going through shit.
0: Yeah, they are every I single it. day. I so Look at the exchange rate. It's tough. It's yeah, tough. We don't know that lives.
6: Ubers are a pound, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think whatever we're all saying, we're all all of us have always said on this whole show that the reaction on Twitter is ridiculous to a lot of things. So it's not about taking away from anyone's experience. And Ari Lennox should not have deleted her tweets, and she shouldn't necessarily have had that necessarily backlash. Oh, but at the geez. same time, we can't remove we can't remove the backlash because the people who and it's not the people, the Twitter Nazis that. That responded negatively. It's the people who actually saw that tweet and felt genuinely angry because of what they're going be. Because there's as, as emotional and as em- reactionary and how she put that, her. Can I finish, like Farah? It's, it's a question. Emotional- it's a question. As in- Let me finish. Let me finish and you can say it. As emotional as her moment of putting that tweet out was, the person who read that and felt a genuine emotional negative response to it. Those are the people that we can't ignore. The people that are just reacting for reacting's sake, those ones can fuck off. Because that's what we don't. We don't like those people, the and not the, the social media Nazis and all that type of shit. But whoever had a genuine reaction to Ari's genuine reaction, that's the part that we're I'm residing in there. And it has to be a communication about that.
5: And I agree with you there. That's what I was asking. Like was it was it um because the tweets the responses that I saw weren't people there
6: back in Ghana. That's why I said it. whoever whoever
2: that's I don't know, I can't, I can't do I can't play you for know every show,
6: it's whoever, and, and we will never know necessarily, whoever, unless they're to the conversation, whoever in that moment, which we cannot discern, responded genuinely because of what they genuinely felt to Ari's genuine reaction, those are the people we care about, it's the people outside of that who we know are dumb and ridiculous and just taking the piss out and just being not horrible, but
0: that's then- the- but I do want to point out two things. So number one, like the whole marketing brand of Africa in America, do you know what I mean? That kind of thing that this is this magical place where you're going to find um, healing. and But it centres around their experience and not really focusing on the local people. And that it's a country within itself that has been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> hundreds of years yeah. is that. And number two, which I totally like, I'm just like, this is fucking ridiculous and I wish I had it right now but Chance the Rapper, was also in Ghana, and he said something (laughs) and no one said anything what did he say? he just said like, uh, he's had a great time or something, let me see if I can find it of course no one's got nothing to say no backpack. Check. Of course, that's what I'm saying. Like Twitter is just like toxic. But he's not alone. Like who's the one exactly. that comes all the
5: time as well? Um, the German guy. What's his name?
1: Horace oh, Caudill. And he comes. Yeah. That's it. And he comes Codule. with his wife,
5: and he brings people over yeah. all the time, and they have yeah. these experiences, and they talk about that. Never fucking hear
1: anything about that though,
2: do you? Yeah.
1: And yeah. then the whole year of return, and the the amount of African Americans that was over there, and were writing, and were showing <laughs> their true. whole whole experiences while they was there nobody was really saying it was
6: back there there was conversations where well, i think no, we no, mentioned it there were
1: conversations yeah them. i think no, like I don't, like, nobody got set on like how ari did
6: no no i don't i yeah. i, I do believe there were conversations always at the there, time. but yeah.
1: i i don't I'm, I'm i think they're two different things i actually for one most countries cannot survive without tourism Yeah. And I think it's really damaging that as soon as an African country starts getting tourism, people then start trashing this new wave of tourism. And it's actually not fair because because of what happens in Africa, when people go back there, it's actually a really big deal. And that shouldn't be trivialized because there's a displacement. And unless you've experienced that, you don't know how fundamental that is going to be to somebody getting back onto African soil and literally feeling like, yeah. shit, I'm home. Like th- yeah. th- You don't know. Yeah. There's probably something very genetic that gets triggered off. Absolutely. DNA cells that go That's off. what
5: I was getting at.
1: And it's like, Definitely, actually, yeah. that's one thing. But that doesn't mean that this taking place is then going to eradicate poverty. It's like, they're to me, they're two totally different things. And actually, why can't somebody just celebrate going to anywhere on this earth and feeling a deep connection to it and write about it without people talking about the shit that's in that country? Actually, maybe then they're going to have a feeling to start doing something about it. Like You never know how it's going to move people. And it's like, let's actually just be embracing that folks are being able to travel around. Because it weren't that long ago when black folks didn't have passports and couldn't go anywhere. And it's, it's literally like, let's just celebrate people being able to move, go to different countries and experience
6: things and have I think cool it's about travel. I think Nana, you're talking to people who you're talking that's to people. It's just you're trying to educate a whole load of people about something that a whole lot of people don't understand and a whole a whole load of people have a whole different experience. Unfortunately there are people that are not going to hear that because they just can't see it. And it's there's, there's not necessarily not to say that they're absolutely wrong. Well, look, also, no, they're not wrong. Awesome as well, yeah. Not everyone's for
0: tourism, you know. Not, not everyone cares. Not everyone is for tourism. Yeah. exactly. I was going to say no, like, not, Economically, it's not like, great. No, it doesn't matter. Like, like economics doesn't, isn't necessarily at the forefront of their mind in that sense. Like, do you know what I mean? Because they can see it's like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, People coming into their country that are going to benefit from it and not actually put into the country. Do you know what I mean? So it's just no. Nah, it but you just, never know how it's going to move somebody. That. It's like it's
1: really premature to just jump on somebody's experience when you actually don't know how it's going to move. Absolutely, them. but it's That's also, also what, premature. What, what what what
0: goes on? What she's now thinking it's just of? Very. How, wisdom. I don't know how it's going to go. themselves to center yourself in someone else's country that that is that is the thing and although like i know i know know that maybe doesn't sound like the right thing to say but it is a very western um, um um proposition do you know what i mean that because you're there it's about you it's not it's not and it's sad do you know what i mean and the experience i don't get it i don't get what you what you mean because it's like if you're if you're saying that if you're if you're focusing on your experience or like people coming into the country because they uh, feel some sort of connection, most people can't really trace where they're from anyway. But anyway, like if if, if that's the main thing and you're ignoring what the local people want and what they're, what they're happy with or how they want to be portrayed, then it's your state and it's about you and it's not about them and it's not your country. It's, it's it's Ghana. It's not, no, she it's not, I any of that. She literally just spoke about it. I'm, I'm not saying that she stated that. I'm just saying that her tweets can, can give the perception of like, it just ties into that romanticization. It's an ideology, basically. Like, it can tie into the ideology that Africa is this healing place for the, for the masses. I'm going to say the masses. Oh, why can't it be both? Exactly. I'm not saying somebody some experiences I'm that. I'm like not saying it's not both, but I'm just saying that there are alternative opinions about the from the people that live in the country. There are alternative and you can't ignore that. As, as much as you want to um Ari to have freedom to say what she wants, they have freedom to say yeah. what they want as well. You know what I, mean? I, mean, I, mean, not, I mean? I agree, I agree with that. But it's not to overpower the local people because she's a celebrity. That can't happen. Her voice cannot overpower the local people because she may be, uh, she's a descendant of slavery. That can't happen either. Like, and it, it doesn't sound like it's right, but you can't, you know No, that's, that's not why I'm
5: screwing up my face. I'm screwing up my face because. No, I. Was, no,
0: like, I wasn't even I, talking oh, about. Okay. You I, I, see think, I think,
5: no. I think. I'm kind of, with, I, I'm with Auntie Nana, I really am, because I, I don't think it is one thing. I don't think you can ignore it. I'm not saying it is one yeah. thing. I, I, That's I'm, thing. Not, I'm not even just talking about what you're saying. I'm just in, in general, it is this, like Auntie AK said, there are so many opinions, and there are so many f- thoughts and, and feelings about this. I, I For me, and I have to say it again, for me a, as as a Caribbean, going to Africa, like, like is something that I want to do. I, I want to go to these places. I want to experience that. Because it is, you know, there's a saying like, and and that's not to say that I'm going to go there and ignore the locals and what's happening. Because I want to see that too. I want to experience everything. It's, a, it's, it's like, I'm not going to go there and just ignore things. And we don't actually know what else she did. I mean, I highly doubt that she went to any of these other places because she was there on a... But she, but she, but she, but she, but she exactly. But she might have done. And... I think I hear what you're saying about the locals, but just because she's I have to go back to my thing about Sorry.
1: Okay. Well I, Well I I, I think Can
2: we get some I
1: comments. think there's
6: oh yeah, get some comments. Oh
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. Um duh, 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 duh. sorry there was a couple that came in. I scrolled.
6: <laughs> okay.
1: So Ronald says to most Black Americans, Africa is a nostalgic, r- romantic concept. It's a feeling. That feeling is all that some of us have, and it's hard to express. Um, he says, slightly off topic, ninety nine percent of Black Americans have never heard of Ados. And uh, Neodarte says social media and the need to go viral has made, has made people say stupid stuff. And think that it's okay because it's their opinion. And goes on to say it's scary that one cannot express their love for Ghana without people telling her she is a type of voyeur. Her experience and the experience of Ghanaians
6: um, do not negate each other.
1: Yeah.
6: I'm going to say, you know what Ronald said about 99% of Black Americans have never heard of adults? Mm. We could say 90% of Ghanaians. Don't un- know the Black experience and then cannot react. I'm saying that in a very dramatic way because
2: okay, no, do I, I, mean, like, I understand don't what they're
6: doing. No, or care, or have the wherewithal to even consider that because just what, like we meant, the things that we've mentioned that they're dealing with on a day to day basis. And even saying that is Ari's tweet is a good poster for tourism in Ghana. Yes, and but who does it serve? Does it serve the wider? And Let's not forget, and I'm not saying it's my rhetoric was that Africa is
2: let's not forget that.
0: What did you say? Sorry, 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 Auntie Farah, can you say your last point and then let's move on? I was (laughs) just saying,
5: and I think I started it off by if she had (laughs) got there and slated it, there'd (laughs) be an issue. Let's not forget, it wasn't. That long ago, when people were selling it, like you don't, Africa's not a place that you want to go to. At all. No, we know. Exactly, of course. It's it's full of people sitting in mud huts with flies on their faces, and we need to send their money. Let's not forget that fucking rhetoric that they were spreading. They were fucking, what's that? There's snow in Africa. I, I think, think Africa we all there. agree. Yes, there is. Like, what are you I talking know. about?
0: Like, come on. I think like, we all, all agree, like, I like, but we're just about
5: to learn what their points are. I
0: totally agree with that. Okay, let's move on. We're talking about Molly May next and her comments. She was on a podcast with Stephen Barlett and she basically said that um, everyone has 24 hours in the day and so they can be as successful as they want to be. And I wanted to know, and she got a lot of backlash, basically. People were saying all sorts of stuff. There's been skits about the Munya Chihuahua. I can't remember what he said. So He's done a skit about her. Um, Simply uh, shia son some something about her. Like, there's just endless memes. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, And it just goes on and on and on kind of thing. What do you guys think about this? Um, do you think that she had a point? She did um, issue an apology, right? Well, she kind of, She didn't really apologise. It was a half one. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, so what were your thoughts? What did you think? Let's go to Auntie Nana.
1: Um, I thought, okay, to start off with, I absolutely understood why everybody was like, what the hell is she talking about? Like, because <laughs> of her level of privilege, she has two parents in middle-class jobs, um, there's a foundation of money that she would have had and quite a decent childhood as she presents it and a well-rounded community around her with a limited amount of friends because she doesn't need too much of a big circle. And it's just like, it just came across as a bit tone deaf in her. Everybody has 24 hours in a day. And so there's, you know, every everybody can get what they want. And while I in reflection, kind of agree with her to a degree. I wouldn't, as a woman, publicly say that. And maybe that's because of age. And I know how when you're a woman and you kind of have that kind of go-getter stance, it people don't like it. And with her level of influence, you're generally trading on likability. So I, I probably wouldn't have said it, although I kind of agree with her to a degree But there still has to be the caveats of, I know I'm a white woman with two parents and a a soft foundation of money. It's not that she's wealthy. I'm pretty. I have pretty privilege and white privilege. And so I I can see how my elevation is going to be, it's going to be easier than others. You don't have the same 24 hours as somebody who's in care and has two parents on a substance. It's not the same 24 hours. Because they don't have the same foundation for when shit goes wrong, somebody can lend them something. She doesn't doesn't even have the same as me who's been in business 15 years. I don't have a foundation where parents are going to give me money when I screw up to kind of cover it over or can fund my business for a year. I don't have those foundations. So it's very different in somebody who does. They can succeed faster. doesn't mean that we can't both get somewhere. It's just their 24 hours look a lot different to my 24 hours because they have a little less stress on their heads. So it's like, it's not the same. But the backlash wasn't really warranted, really. And her apology wasn't needed either. She's 22. Sometimes you just got to stand by what you say. Just be like, I said it. And that's what it is. I don't really go for her apology. But yeah, I see where she's coming from. My 24 hours is not the same as Beyonce's. Beyonce has a team around her. Very different.
0: Okay, I'll just read her apology really quickly when we we'll go to the next person. But she said, um, I wanted to come back online as um as normal, but I feel like before I do, I just wanted to say this. When I say or post something anything online, it's never with malice or ill intent. I completely appreciate that things can affect different people in different ways. However, I just want to stress that I would never intend to hurt or upset anyone by anything I say or do. I apologize to the people that have been affected negatively or misunderstood the meaning of what I said on the podcast. The intentions of the podcast were only to ever tell my story and inspire from my own experience. Love you all always and kiss. Okay, so let's go to Auntie Farah. What do you think of the apology? <laughs> Textbook, really, isn't it?
5: (laughs) Did she write it? Did her? (laughs) I mean, it's it's textbook of you know, like you said, her whole thing is that she's well liked and she has this big social media influence. That's how she gets her contracts. That's how she, not to say she doesn't work, not saying that at all, but that's part and parcel of her image, isn't it? Her social media um, persona. Um, Yes, everyone has 24 hours in the day but some of us need 48, or (laughs) 72, or six weeks, or 10 years, or 20 years. You know, it's like you said, so your your foundation really helps where you get to and the length of time that it takes you to get there. It really does. Like if I had her foundation, I'd be in a much different place now. I'd have no debts, I'd own a property. It would be a lot different than it is now. So. I think, as you said, Auntie Nana, she just should have said, but I appreciate that I am this and the, the things that I go through are not necessarily the same for other people. What I mean is maybe people should make the most with what they can and fulfil their dreams and try their best with the time that they have. That's that.
6: Auntie OK? Yeah, I think yeah, I agree with you all. I think... um and then what another thing is when you're in an interview you've got limited time and sometimes the things come in your head and you know you know we all watch who wants to be a millionaire so we'd answer everything why did they get that wrong but on your spot <laughs> what color is the sun you'd be like uh, uh, uh it's blue you know what i mean you just you get tongue-tied and not saying not saying she was tongue-tied but sometimes what comes into your head it's sometimes not what you want to say. You don't. You don't get a chance to think about it, especially if you don't get to pre prepare with the questions and stuff like that. Even with preparation, you can still say the wrong thing or things don't come out as you intended. Look at us here when we debate something. We're trying to so it's so we've got the luxury of being able to go over our points ten thousand times to make sure that everybody gets what we want, what we get gets our um, what we're trying to express. So, yeah, she's young. She said something. I don't even what, what she said was was silly. I think she had. Yes, yeah, she should have added her caveats. Is what we got to do now because it's a sensitive time and sensitive world. But um we all do have 24 hours, and if someone says I've, I've heard many people say Beyonce's got the same 24 hours specifically beyonce because she's uh, the epitome of hard work and success yeah. and so she's used as one of the one of like Oprah, like Wilson, like yeah. you know, he's one of the beacons of hard work shows. And so if someone says we all got the same 24 hours as Beyonce, we do, but we don't have the same privileges and access to things that Beyonce or a Molly Mae has. So even if someone says we got the same 24 hours as Beyonce, what did that person actually mean? What are you doing that's not benefiting those 24 hours? And, it's, and obviously, if you're in a destitute situation, that doesn't necessarily apply to you. Or it could do in a way like... How are you surviving today? What are you doing to help yourself survive today? In the 24 hours that you have, how are you surviving? It could just be that. Or for those of us who are absolutely procrastinating and heard that line, just take that. Instead of hearing the negative, possibly take that. And I, I'm, i you know, I know if somebody else said it, I couldn't stand, I might be more judgmental at this point. So, because again, people react to who they like and who they don't like, and there's all, all of that too. We're all human, do things things and, in bias. But yeah, I just... I got what she meant. She should have done her ad caveats. She, and she, you know, you're in the public eye, you've got to think a bit more because things get turned around on the heads.
0: I mean, Hi. I feel like she did add her caveats. I think people just, I think she's overexposed and people don't like her. Like, mm. uh, that's, that's what I think it is now. Like, I think the pretty, her being the creative director for Pretty Little Thing left mm. a nasty face in people's mouths, or let me say in the media. Yeah, they're they're not feeling her anymore because they're just like, how could she get there at this age? Do you know what I mean? And, you know, she would probably be put into the category of not having a significant talent or a very specific talent. Do you know what I mean? And the British media love to bring down people. Um, You know, I just think, and also as well, it's just the fact that, you know, she's talking about success. And she's the creative director of Pretty Little Thing. They've recently been in the news for underpaying workers in their Leicester warehouses min- below minimum wage. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like you're benefiting off a capitalist um, yeah. system, really, yeah. at, at the end of the day. So people are calling her out on it now, I, but I think it was extreme. Like it was just like I don't know, like um, you know. There, there, there is a pantomime kind of thing that goes on, do you know what I mean, where you put rib a, a people. But you know, Tion Wayne said something quite similar. I didn't see anyone go in. At in all. on him. And then, you know, he, like, and then when someone commented that
5: he shut them down quickly, and then there was nothing yeah. else that happened, wasn't yeah. there? That was it. <laughs>
0: exactly it's just like it's just ridiculous I just think like she's, you know it just it's just again like a woman says something oh my god you can never you can't talk about money you can't talk about success you can't you're not you're not allowed basically and I yeah. think even Stephen Bartlett came out and said that he you know he he said something on his um Twitter and he was just like you know like other men men have said similar, very, very similar things. And there's just ne- there just hasn't been this kind of level of interest in it. And it's just, it's, it's a bit sad, really, because, you know, that path that she has taken in terms of being an influencer, you can't deny that she is a successful influencer. That's yeah. what she is. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, whether you... Like what she's trying to influence, or the people she, or try- well, you're one of the people she influences, is a different thing. But like, she's worked, you know, she, she's she's worked her game, and I, I I have no doubt in my mind that she's she's worked hard. What's relative to her, yeah, you know, do you yeah. know what I mean? But like, you know, I I think that nurses work harder. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's my personal opinion. You know, do you know yeah. what I mean? But, like, I, I just think, I, I don't think even age comes into it. Like, I, I, I just think that, you know, as a woman, like, what you're saying, Arjuna, probably resonates with me the most. Like, as a woman, talking about money and success in any sort of way is always going to get some sort of backlash, for sure. It, it
6: doesn't I, go down well. I was thinking, like, what happens if people stop deleting their tweets? How long, um, <laughs> How long does the backlash happen? Because you know what I mean? Because there's so much reaction to apologizing. I'm just saying that because like either apo- that whole apology or deleting your tweets, because how long is a storm? How long would this storm have gone on? Sometimes right. what happens, about a week. What, happens, what happens if you ignore? Yeah, exactly. Because after the week, what happens? It's on to the next person. So then,
0: but won't it always come up though? Like if she if yeah, if yeah. you do apologize, yeah. then you'll be known for not apologizing and that could be seen as worse it
1: can go either way i mean the thing is doesn't molly may has had maybe this is her fourth blow up (laughs) this is all beneficial though remember when she delivered that dry food for tommy where the chicken oh. was white, and people were like, you're so bland. And, the, yeah. and, and people and were that,
0: taking a piss with that as well. They yeah. were like, you see the
1: memes? That, um, like, yeah. She got ripped ripped mm. into, and she didn't post for, I think it was two weeks that time she was off like, it's, <laughs> yeah. But these are all beneficial, because you get more people as well. Mm. I don't think in any way she said that, thinking there was going to be a backlash, because that 24 hours a day thing...
0: No, that, that, no, she did, actually... I, I would actually argue that she she knew there was potential because in um, she said I've said something like this before and I know people don't like it or she said she something did, like, she did she did that that. she did she knew, did say she, that, yeah. knew. So she knows it's gonna it
1: doesn't go down well
0: but she said it anyway so then then it's kind of like, like why like, she actually apologised but her apology to me is very insincere not, not enjoying apology,
1: apology, really
6: enjoying really. her position in yeah. in. In this company, that's a dodgy company, and so there's an element of uh, it's just. I mean, she's just playing. She's just playing, isn't she? she's playing. She's playing. The game. She's playing the game, and she knows she's successful. She's got bare money.
1: No, she's is. very young. She's doing well. She's she's hustling. Like she's really doing the influencer hustle, and you know that this industry is going to eventually burn out. So you need to carve out something more substantial. You can't just be posting on your feed. You know that that stream of revenue is going to go soon. People are just going to start employing influencer departments, and loads of influencers will then go onto a company's wage. It's just, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to go there. So this is solidifying herself in a company, and then it's like then she can have her own company. It's it's good strategic
6: moves, and I like- you need to go viral from time to time. It's probably I like. like- did you guys see that um, Victoria Beckham's um, lines probably going? Wow. No. Yeah. So well, that's
5: and not this the first time.
6: time. Is and, it?
5: Well, no. No. Like, I think she had to sell something else before.
1: Yes, she, then, did. Yeah. she
5: did.
2: Yeah. She
5: did. And then didn't David Beckham bail her out as well quite a bit? Basically,
1: her business yeah. has Do never you know, been really in profit. It's never. never made money. Her whole venture. It's like, how is that even, po- like, you had stores. Like, how is this possible? Most
6: businesses don't make money. <laughs> I mean, she didn't even have <laughs> a year. She didn't Victoria's- even have a year of making money. <laughs> Victoria's potentially the blueprint of Molly Molly Mays the new Victoria Beckham, because, like, you're putting this business creative director, a pretty little mm. thing, on the back of being a popular, pretty young girl. Mm. Posh Spice managed yeah. to take that brand and become a fashion house. That would never have happened if she was baby or scary or sporty. Because she was posh and bought into pouting and did that, she literally got ushered into the high-end fashion scene. (laughs) It's just interesting.
0: Okay, let's uh, get some comments, please. Okay.
1: Um, So Candy said, you'd think that it You'd think that if she's saying it again, she would have articulated herself better this <laughs> time. Exactly. That's so true. Uh, Ronald says, I don't know anything about this woman. It just reminds me of when Bill Cosby said something about how a single Black woman with children waiting at a bus stop and working at Walmart reflects badly on Black Americans. Wow. As if her, her condition was one that she chose. It was tone deaf and condescending and pre-Twitter. That's mm. crazy. Yeah, like yeah, when he talked about mm. pants. Remember, he
6: was he, Bill Cosby yeah. was on the talented 10th type, very elitist, very American, middle uh, class yeah. Yeah. We'll he, black American. Very middle class, yeah. I don't yeah, know he, he used to like that. He slated Ebonics, he slated saggy pants, he slated single parent. Yeah. He was very, very elitist. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: You cannot yeah. say, Phil, Flower,
2: Flower, Phil.
0: Oh, it's TV. <laughs> Mate. Anyone okay. know what that is do anyone One more. Shall we do either Netflix, uh, Don't Look Up? Do you, have have you, right you watched it? it? I watched I it. Came out. I loved
5: it. I loved I was, it as yeah. well. So did I. I loved it. It was alright. Right. No, no, it was so good. I loved it. And it, so, I can see it happening.
0: Yeah. Do you think, um, what, what, what did I find interesting about it? I think... Uh, yeah, it would just seemed true to like, I like the break, like when they were breaking down, <laughs> when they all had their moment there, crashing, like, lost my mind moment, especially, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I loved it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that frustration, I could believe, I could actually believe that. And I like the kind of like little sub story where she would say, oh, spoilers, by the way, where she was um, the guy that, um, the general that made them pay for the free snacks, and she couldn't let go of it. She, <laughs> she couldn't let it go. I and mean, everywhere she went, she'd tell the
5: story. I mean, like, and you'd think she was talking about something else. Yeah. And then it'd be like, I mean, who does that? They were free. Why would he make us pay for them?
1: I I absolutely love it. I thought it was so like documentary-like. It reminded me of now and global warming. Because you have some that are like, look, this is it's gonna happen. And then you have others being like, I don't believe the science. Like, and just totally like, no, let's just carry on how it is. And you can imagine that they do have their exit strategy. So they don't care about everybody else. It's like, yeah, Earth can go to pot and we're going to be out of here anyway. But in the meantime, we don't need the masses falling apart. So we're just going to carry on, play this game with you guys, sell Mm -hmm. you stuff, buy things, like buy, buy, buy. And then (laughs) when the... When the worst st- starts imploding, then the rockets are gonna leave, and Jeff Bezos will be on his penis rocket <laughs> going up into space. And yeah. then we'll all just be watching the doom and gloom and having a big nice meal together. I thought it was. Literally, like this is this is brilliant. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't too. know why people didn't. I was like, this is great.
5: And the, and the um the the what was it the uh you know like when the president was holding the, the parties and not the yeah party, you know the the. the I can't remember the cause, and they had, she had all the supporters there, and they like, right. don't look, up. Yeah, don't look <laughs> up, don't look up, and they're like, you're an idiot, don't look up, man, and they're really not looking up, and then one guy's like, he looks up, they lied to us, they lied to us, <laughs> <laughs> like, look up, and it's just like, the simple things, it's like, can't you fucking see what's yeah. in your face, look up, and they've just, so many people just went ahead and they are like no don't look up what are looking up for it's lies it's not real it's lies and then the part where um the billionaire just decided in the middle of the launch we can make money off this okay that's at the end he's just like yeah i'm going to
1: the toilet <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be all the billionaires
1: yeah, yeah. They know, why are they all with this great race to space? I was literally watching it like, oh my God, this is happening. This is, this is, this is a documentary. (laughs) Like, they're just going to all leave us. And then they're going to get eaten by wherever they land. But I was Mm. also like, that's great as well, because you didn't get anywhere. You're just all going to die with us or just in another place. The the part where they were saying they were interviewing her
5: and they, and they said, well, I don't trust the fact that the comet's named after you. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she's like, I don't
0: know what that's got to do with anything.
6: <laughs> what what didn't you like about it, Auntie, a bit? I, I, I I just thought it was a bit on the nose. It's, it's all very obvious. And I just thought the, sati- the the satire was very we're gonna do everything that we know is already happening. It was just very um scripty and <laughs> ham 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 fisted with everything. Like, so yeah, I I thought I, I and I lightly enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was amazing. Um and I think the best part was the end bit with them getting eaten. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it, was, it was just a bit it was just a bit too on the nose. It's like, um I knew everything's gonna happen. And I just felt yeah, the big actors being it just seemed a bit desperate in the storytelling. Very, this is what's gonna
2: happen.
5: Well, I kind of feel like that was the point of it. Yeah. yeah. Because think yeah. about no, I get it, it. You but you
3: the satire got.
5: was was over. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say you've got like arguably some of the world's greatest actors of all time in that film. Mm. You know, some of my absolute favorite actors are in that fucking film. Mm. Yeah, and I think the point of it is that it was supposed to be a bit
1: cheesy. Yeah, you
2: know? a bit yeah. nuts,
5: because a bit,
1: it's a yeah. Nuts. Of I what's think, going on? Yeah, yeah I think. Um, <laughs> oh, poor Candy. Sorry. No, think, <laughs> no sorry no, candy. Sorry, Candy. It's just I've seen. not seen it yet. Sorry.
6: Sorry. I mean, you've only but got not, to look at social it media really.
2: It's
6: not really ruined. <laughs> it's not, it's not really ruined. I, I think cause there are loads of film. There are lots of satirical films that have taken political topics and done it with the same kind of style with big A-list cast, and it's not been as ham-hacked, in my opinion. But again, you know, that's the whole point of a film. I'll right? tell you what I did it like. I did it like Jennifer Lawrence's, her her look. It was distracting.
5: I will, I will oh, say that. What did Jonah Hill
0: think? He said, um, girl with
6: a dragon tattoo. I was like, oh my God, yes! I did laugh at that. I did laugh at that. Yes. So intense. That, that was, was so, so funny. funny. I felt that like so Jonah good. Hill was very, like, so Jonah Hill, it was just like, a bit, a bit annoyed about his character. But
1: yeah, I, I liked yeah.
6: it. I no. liked I liked the hamness of
1: it though, because it reminded me of like those B movies,
2: mm. yeah, yeah. In
1: a bait yeah. film. And, yeah, yeah. and I thought like that was a style because it's like there's yeah. so much realism in it, and so let's put it in a B movie format, and then people are gonna live this and be like, relax. Damn film that we watched time ago and it's like it's happening. It, and yeah. I was watching it like that, like, oh, I love that they're it doing it in like a format. But it, don't it, you like, like think yeah.
0: Don't you think it's like is obviously it's like one of the fit th- of the things is fake news yeah. <laughs> stuff and not believing like or change <laughs> trying to change beliefs. Yeah, stuff. And like, you know this um guys, if you get a chance go on Instagram and look at, what is it Bart, birds are not real? Are not real.
1: <laughs> is that what the account is called? Yeah. Yeah, please, everybody go on Instagram, birds <laughs> are not real. I mean, I, I think I've spoken about like not seeing any pigeons nests before. Oh I'm sure I've mentioned that when I was I, going to I, be White City Bridge, Wood Lane Bridge. I've family. seen them now. <laughs> I was like I swear I've never seen where pigeons are born. I have ne- I still haven't seen a baby
6: pigeon, but I've seen no them. Really
0: do exist. I believe I now. Think- yeah, good.
6: Being in Ghana, I believe birds aren't real and bats are very <laughs> real.
1: I, I think, go on to birds aren't real. I think there's a bit of truth in it as well, but it is flipping hilarious. <laughs> I don't think all birds have been killed, but I do think that there are flying spy pigeons in the air. <laughs> I do believe
6: I, that. That could be believable. I think things are trained to spy on us. But I mean, no, I, I
5: think she means robot ones. I don't. I think mean, she means drones. She spy <laughs> but
2: pigeons can be trained. They have been doing for many, trained, many years.
1: Trained. Like, I think, mean, and and with with cam- cam- cameras I mean, on their head
0: going. Go- I do think that the fact, and it ties in with the film, is just like just trying to convince someone a version of the truth. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they're doing going by the numbers, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> they're doing pretty well. Well, the yeah. guy's been having rallies and people yeah. are turning up
1: with yeah.
5: birds aren't real. I think yeah. I'm telling you, in a year and a half we'll see the film. He's
1: Borat.
0: Yeah, we yeah. will yeah. see
1: the film in a year and a half and will be like, oh, fucking hell, do you remember this shit? But I think he stumbled on something. I don't think it's no. total satire. There's
0: truth. Oh, you don't? No, 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 I think it is. I think it's I that do. he sat down with his college buddies and we're yeah. just like, okay, how can we go viral? How no, we... no,
1: that I'm saying is true, yeah. but there's truth in what he is satirising. There's truth to it. There are spying pigeons. Not all <laughs> birds are real. The same as not all humans are
0: real. I know, but you're probably talking about like the, the whole species. <laughs> but okay, okay, I'll give you that. Maybe not all birds are real, but it's very funny anyway. Um yeah. Oh, Candice
1: has just asked, is Tyler Perry any good in it? Um Tyler Perry. Right. He's Tyler Perry. And yeah. Yeah, right, a minimal amount of time, so.
5: He's not, oh, yeah, he right. offends me.
6: He offend. Usually he offends me and he doesn't offend me in it. And he's just bland. But um, Ronald, exactly, that's, that, yeah, that's, I think, how I feel. <laughs> too self conscious.
1: Uh, Ronald says it was good, but not great. It was too self conscious.
0: Yeah, I get you. Okay. Cool. So we have one more or we can move on to Sad man, Glad. What do you guys want
1: to do? Sad Man Glad. We are
0: entering into the three hour mark. <laughs> okay. So let's do Sad Man Glad. This is where we reflect on what's made us sad, mad, and glad for the week or the past week. Um, Auntie AK, you're up first.
6: Um, what's made me sad that um, at the end of this week I will no longer be in Ghana. That's very freaking made me very fucking sad. Um, <laughs> I'm mad at some of the disconnect between people back home and the diaspora, which is relates to the Ari Lennox situation and others. I wish it wasn't there and I wish we could all be one big, happy, clappy family, and Africa be empowered and all our diasporan current cousins around the world be connected strong and overturn the colonists. That's the main thing. And I'm mad at the PCR scam because you know you don't need me to pay for this nonsense all over the place, day two, day eight, day fucking 35. Fuck you. Um that's made me mad. And Auntie Shade, I'm mad at what I hear you're saying in your head. <laughs> And I'm very super glad that I actually made it back to Ghana after 14 years, um, because it's been absolutely freaking amazing, um, and I, yeah, I, I'm just so glad I actually made it, glad to see family. And I'm also, I am glad to be going back to the UK to see, only just to see the family that I've missed and my homies that I've missed. I literally want to just say hi and come right back. <laughs>
1: when
2: do you leave?
6: Um, next week. Oh.
1: I thought, Sweet. Oh, see, I thought no. you left on Friday or something. Okay, you got a few yeah. days. That's
6: great. I leave. I leave in February. Um, okay. <laughs> in, in February, you don't yeah, really. do you? Don't I leave in November November, 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 right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Auntie Farah.
0: No, I want to go last. Thanks. Okay, Auntie Nana. Okay.
1: Um. So, uh sad. Sad. You know what? Actually, so it was two things. I was. I was really sad about Ari. Um. Lennox as well. But also just the the dilemma that we had, I was really sad about that because it just made me reflect on friendships. And that made me quite sad that not everybody has good, good friendships around them. Um, I haven't been mad this week that I can think of. What has been slightly, I wouldn't say it's mad, maddening, confusing is why it started to get light Like darkness is coming later already. So it's kind of getting dark at about quarter to five. And that feels a bit weird. It should be Mm. dark earlier. So I'm a bit perplexed at what's happening with our weather systems. Because it's like we're in January and it's getting lighter earlier. That's freaking me out a bit. So freaked out. not necessarily mad. Um, And I'll be glad when all of us are together again. I know that's going to be a little bit longer. But it's like I'm... I'm looking forward to when the four of us can be in the same room so that we can give each other a big hug because I've missed you.
0: For me, um, I'm sad that I am unfortunately coming back to the UK soon. I am mad at uh, the cab drivers. Yes on me. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just really grinds my gears. Know,
2: um, number. No you, know,
0: you know what it is? Like, you'll book a cab yeah, on either app, so on Uber or Bolt, and sometimes they message you or they call you to say, first of all, they say, yeah, I'm coming, and then they'll be like, but where are you going? And it's like, okay, it should it's going to tell you that app where I'm going, but it doesn't uh-huh. tell them until they arrive and they, yeah. do you know what I mean? So like you'll tell them, but they'll be like, oh no, I'm not going this way. Like last night, I got a, a like I ordered a cab. He was like, he was like, yeah, he's coming. That's where I'm going. I've told him, and then I'm just like, he was. I can see he's one minute away. So what are you doing? But he's still. I was just like, are you still coming? He's just like, yeah, I've just gone to refuel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, can you just cancel so I can put someone else? No, <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> it's just, it just like, but he took like 15 minutes, like in that time, I could have been home. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, it's just really, it, it's just like a whole different system that I'm just not used to, and it's just a bit annoying and stuff. Um, and then yeah, I'm glad you know, being in Ghana, the sunshine, I just friggin'. Love it, and I'm really, really gonna miss it when I'm not here, so yeah, I'm there for that. Um, okay, Auntie Clara,
5: um, I am sad because we lost my grand, and I'm very sad. Um, I am mad at the number of PCR tests <laughs> that I've got to do
2: mate
5: um in order to get back to grenada um but i am glad that i have my grenadian passport and i can actually get back to grenada mm. um and i'm gonna be glad to see my family there even though it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of sadness but there's gonna be a lot of laughs and i have you know i'm going for a, a quiet chunk of time and um like i i you know i'm happy to go back home but not obviously not under these circumstances, but I will be glad of the breaks that yeah. I have to mm-hmm. be with my family and some of my friends that are out there at the moment. And so um, to, yeah, to just show off the glow that I'm going to get, you two bitches, <laughs> <laughs> and, and eat some of the good food that I'm going to eat, you two bitches, and just sit by the beaches that I'm going to sit back and eat, the, and, and see the views that I'm going to see, you two bitches. So yeah. Um, yeah, swings and roundabouts. Uh, yeah, so that's me this week. Yeah,
2: thank you very much. me mm-hmm. um, you love Montefiore. Yes,
5: yes,
1: yes. Big hugs. Um, I know it's going to be a little while before we can all be together. but
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get that quick comment, Antonin? Um...
1: Okay, so Ronald says, um, I'm glad that I do have fr- a friendship pod, Nomad, and I'm sad yes. about the apartment building fire in New yeah. York. Most oh, yeah. of the- living there were Gambian immigrants
2: oh wow I I, yeah I
5: saw that today I'm so
1: I'm sad.
5: Sad. oh yeah I'm sad for that and I'm also sad for the people in Brazil that died um mm. dropped on them. yeah, so, yeah that really actually
1: crazy. like totally made me think of our boat ride in yes. Santorini
5: and mm. just thinking
1: of you know like some of the places where we stopped and there's all of the boats there and we're all just chilling and chatting with each other and but just watching it I was like oh my god like just I can't even imagine that, that boat that was really right underneath it those last moments how you're even going to deal with it it's just yeah, devastating and the same with the fire it really made me think of um, um, Grenfell Grenfell yeah, yeah, me too yeah.
2: Yeah. okay um, Candice
1: said, sending love and condolences to you and your family
6: okay, frozen. On to AK. okay. I, I mean i think i said this before i didn't really have one to think of. i i kind of like oh shit what, what's gonna be my unpopular opinion it's just eggs are stupid man just- <laughs> eggs what kind of is that to you exactly. I
2: mean,
6: <laughs> I mean, do you know, the thing of the egg is such a staple dish in Ghana. It's like a boiled egg goes in every meal for no reason. Just, hi, is random wonderful stroke. Let's put egg in it. Let's put an egg in it. Like it's just like I was having my friend um, cook some lovely food, and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, enjoying. I'm like, oh, there's a piece of egg. It's just eggs are so stupid. I understand they make cakes wonderful as long as you can't taste them. But I just don't need eggs to be around anymore. Or just, just no. It's enough. Eggs are stupid, and that's my opinion. <laughs> I bought thirty
5: eggs before Christmas for about four pound fifty. Oh, wow! Waitros, Waitrose free fucking eggs. Wow! Did you eat them all? I've got about six left. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Did you have omelets every half an hour? They give you an egg it and scrambled egg and you no. Know. Love.
1: In that amount yeah. of time, we it's could not probably not through that. We have eggs yeah. often. Like eggs are—I don't know what you got against eggs. The They're staple. They're absolutely staple.
5: I know. I what what I will people. say is, I've—I've I've, I've liked eggs in later life. So I would say <laughs> maybe the last five years or so, I'm an egg person. I just—I had to have the right pan. I think that's what it was. I don't think I didn't not like eggs, but I had to, I didn't like the fact that when I make an egg, it would stick to the pan. That would always oh, okay. annoy me. So then my mum bought me, actually it was my brother, I told him which ones to get via my mum, got me some really nice pans. Because every time I went to my mum's house and had an egg, it was just like, was nothing. I was like, ooh, and I could put pepper and do all sorts of things. And <laughs> the pan just it's so nice. You know, like, elders have always got good shit. So I was like... I think I need this. So you just, you just
1: you just needed With a, a pan. non-stick
5: pan, basically. But no, because I had too. non-stick pads, but they weren't—they weren't,
1: you know, the shit. The one that I've got is the that's shit. How much dist- tr- distress, AK, is in <laughs> hearing about X.
2: <it. laughs> this is the most auntie yes. conversation.
1: I know, I know. No, but
2: think about it. We I needed good pan.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> guys. for watching listening to us it's 2022 this is our first show back and um we hope you enjoyed it really follow us on twitter on instagram on facebook and listen to us on all good listening platforms yes
1: and please share please share 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 spread the word man
0: okay
1: bye see you later we